the White House, President Eisenhower signs the proclamation that makes Alaska's entry into the Union official, nearly 92 years after Lincoln's Secretary of State bought the territory from the Russian Tsar for $7 million. The Alaska Wild Project podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors. Barney Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. The exclusive home of Frontier Gear, built for the rugged Alaskan terrain. Your one-stop shop for all your outdoor needs. Visit Barney's today at 906 West Northern Lights. Tailored Restoration 24-Hour Emergency Home Services, helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers, custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. TheTreeHouseAK.com, located at 341 Boniface Parkway, Alaska's own and grown cannabis and CBD store. Ask the bud tender what the strain of the day is to get your 10% off. The Treehouse, where the culture lives. AKO Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska, built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation, with exclusive products such as their sugar wax, full-spectrum diamond sauce cards, and more. Ask your local bud tender about AKO. Marijuana has intoxicating effects that may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under the influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For the use of only by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children, and marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. The Bait Shack, located on Ship Creek upstream of the bridge. Can't miss the bright red shack. They are the go-to fishing gear rental and guide service on Ship Creek. Tight lines and fish on. Come hook into the action with them. Hit them up at thebaitshackak.com. Snow Pro AK, your snow and ice management company specializing in business and residential properties. They know what it takes to keep your property presentable and safe. Give them a call for a free estimate at 280-7098 or visit lawnproak.com. Double Shovel Cider Company, located off of Arctic and 58th, handcrafted Alaskan-made colonial ciders. They also have a tap room downtown on the corner of 5th and E. Stop by today and taste an award-winning cider. The Alaska Chapter of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers. BHA is the voice of our Alaskan public lands, waters, and wildlife. Their goal is to uphold our hunting and fishing legacy while keeping our public lands wild. Stand up today and join BHA at backcountryhunters.org. Bring on some ideas. I'm, I'm down. I'd be more than happy to bring on some of my secret good ones that I had in the vault. That's right. <laughs> oh shit! I got it on there. Well, I oh, you got some, some secret boy names? Yeah, and I had some like <laughs> get them out, man. Come on, secret let's boy, hear it. secret it's boy dog one. names. Ooh, ooh. Um, I have one too. Oh, what guys? Too secret to say for a dog. Yeah, on, I'm man. getting a girl dog on Saturday. Okay. Any good girl dog names? No. <laughs> What kind of dog? A Vishla. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I hope you're ready. I'm ready. We had a Weimar on her before. Oh, okay. Yeah, then you know. Yeah, yeah. their dog They're a lot. psychotic. <laughs> Psycho. My friend's got I mean, one. So high much energy. energy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, high energy. But we're high energy people. There you go. So you're yeah, ready. Yeah, going all the time. 
Yeah. yeah. We will wear that dog down. There you go. <laughs> I had a, um, like a back in the day, you remember there used to be Saturday cartoons? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I think there still are cartoons on Saturdays, but it's not like, we'll be right back. You know, they're on channel the 11, channel 13. There yeah. was like that 8 a.m. to 11 or whatever. There was just every half hour there was a cartoon on. And back in the day, it was an X-Men mm. on Saturdays. And it was the one I wanted to watch every single. It was just, you know, half hour. And I looked forward my whole morning around it. Well, there was a character in the X-Men called Bishop. Oh. Mm. And I thought it was a dope name. And then I'm a huge fan of the movie Aliens. Mm-hmm. The, back in the Sigourney Weaver Aliens movies. Where there was a artificial intelligent like cyborg in the movie. If you remember at the end of the movie, it got ripped in half mm-hmm. by the alien in the ship. And then they, they blew the alien out the hatch. Mm-hmm. Anyway, his name was Bishop. And I was just like, oh, that's such a badass name. He's a really good name. <laughs> like, if you, just ha- if you had this badass dog or like, you know. Kid. Named your Boy. son. Named your Boy, son. Maybe. Bishop. Bishop. Like, Whoa, man. You got, <laughs> like, you better do something in this world. <laughs> that is a, okay. Might have to go on the list. Yeah. I mean, a bishop's pretty it. sick. Yeah. And I've never met a bishop. <laughs> I'd be honored. No. If you Which is good. Bishop. But yeah, that's the problem because when you start going through the names of kids or even dogs, you're like, oh, I know that motherfucker. Nope. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know her. I know that name. Yeah, can definitely can't be that. Ruined it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Or they're gonna think I'm naming the kid after. And it's awkward. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I almost want to name mine after my ex boss, but <laughs> is that a good no, boss? Bad thing. Okay. Bad. Oh yeah, but then you're reminded too. I know. Yeah, yeah that that's why I didn't that want seems to. Like a, and no, I want to just yeah. punish the dog. And yourself. <laughs> oh. I got this What's, dog and I hate it. Do you it. have a name for the dog yet? Uh, or is it secret? It's still under debate. We haven't okay. done the official family vote. Okay. There's a few contenders. There's one that I really want, and that's probably going to be it. But <laughs> um, Who's buying the dog? Yeah, yeah. I was just going to yeah, say exactly. that. <laughs> exactly. Who's inking the check for the dog? I feel like exactly. they, they have a lot of weight. But the, the boys boat. are going to be picking up the poop, so they have some name, mm, some okay. little bit of saying. Right. That's, that's fair. fair. Mm. Walking it and all that, and, you know. It's important. Yeah. Yeah. We were we were talking about something. Oh yeah, that uh the Russian or you're camping at Quartz Creek. Yeah. That, that for weekend the for the opener, yeah, for the Russian. And I was talking to my wife. We're talk, talking about going down and setting up shop and camping with them that weekend. And uh, I'm actually going out. Uh, we can segue into a quick shout out to BHA. They're doing a um they're they're partnering with Parks and Rec to uh do the uh uh, what do you call the bank erosion project where they oh. put the fences and stuff up? Yeah. A lot of stuff's getting dilapidated and worn out out there on the Russian. Gets a lot of traffic, right? So um, I'm joining and volunteering to kind of help put some of that stuff back together and, oh, you know, cool. maintenance some of that. Wh- whatever they need. I don't know exactly what all the projects can entail, but I'm just going to roll my sleeves up and jump in. But that weekend I was wanting to take the family out to go camp and join him at Quartz Creek. And uh, she said, what, are they going to want to go out for the day? I mean, I want to be holding down camp by myself. I'm like, oh, I don't know if to talk to them about it. I was like, they will have that new puppy, though. So <laughs> there will be some. Oh, it's just going to get the full rundown. It's <laughs> like, there might yeah. be some limitations. I don't know for sure. But we do just kick have it. a brand new puppy. So when it opens, we're going to go f- float that day. But other than that, we'll be at the and camp. you'll take the dog, right? Oh, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's going to learn quick. <laughs> oh, man, you know what we or saw? Not. That's when to do it, too. Yeah. Get them used to it when they're little. Sure. Yeah. Dunk them in the water. Yeah. Our yeah. <laughs> dog was great on the river. I got, like, a table in the back, and I put some of the stuff on the side, so she was kind of contained in there. Yeah. Um, She loved it. She loved the water. She loved the, the river. Like, they love that. Yeah. Like, being out there. I mean, she get a little cold because, you know, short-haired. But she had her own sleeping bag in our tent and all that. 
She's part of the family. She's our daughter. I don't have any <laughs> That's daughters. Cute. That's right. Pup. <laughs> well, it was. I got to thinking. We were in uh, Big Ray's last week, and they just got in Carhartt branded dog uh, stuff, like little coats and jackets for your dog. Oh my word! Collars, leashes. Oh, oh I they're badass. Go. Yeah, I'll be there. Little Carhartt jackets. For yep. the dog? Oh, it's so That's cute. super cute. Yeah. I need one for Winston. Winston. Yeah. I mean, they're like and the inside too. is like flannel. has like the, yeah. like the oh collar word. that's like flannel. It's yes. just like, oh my God. It's that's so cute. cute. Yeah. My There's so much cool dog that, stuff. But I, that's their long hair, but we need one anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I need one yeah. for Winston, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Winston, that's a good one. Yeah. What kind of dog you got? Boxer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Oh, I've but, seen a picture of that guy. Yeah, but it was a, well, it's my... My mom had to name him. That was her role for getting a dog. So she's like, I got to name the dog. And I'm like, mm, yeah. I, know. I wasn't, I, I've warmed up to is it, it obviously. that guy right there? Yeah. Oh, he, he buried a bone. So he's very proud of himself. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. He's got dirt on his nose. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't normally look that dirty. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of, that's a lot, that's of, a lot of energy too. too. Yeah. 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 Our yeah. neighbors growing up in the back, like bread bred those and had them all the time and I, was, I could see it was a lot of work mm-hmm. what need dogs a lot of work yeah unless you got like a golden retriever that's just like oh. yeah what do you got we got two little mini aussies oh okay yeah yeah what are those, those are great um what is that miniature australian shepherds oh Aussies, they're got it real oh cool are they, real what, little. are they black and white or brown and white they're one's black and white and one's brown black and white oh okay yeah nice names so mini willie like, like, like Willie Boat, yeah. yeah, Cooper, oh. Cooper Landing, yeah. Oh yeah, Paul yeah, said Paul that. Talking about it. Yeah, yeah and sure that's did. the thing too. Like you yeah. want to go full Alaskan, but you don't want to go too far. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, every I've known like four Yukon dogs, six <laughs> yeah. Kenais, yeah, you know, know, seven Willows. Yeah, Paul's <laughs> sister who lives in Texas, her she named the dog Kenai, which is fair because they're in Texas, so there's really not going to be any other Kenais. Yeah. Oh, so that's perfect. That's fine. Yeah. Maybe we should get a Texas River. Oh, do a swap. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good idea. Yeah, what do they got that's there? Idea, no idea. Do they have uh, rivers? Nah. Uh, sure. Yeah, not. they do. My brother lives there, and he goes fly fishing. But I would not know the names of any of them. There's the river that runs through San Antonio. The Rio Grande. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah they probably have really big rivers. <laughs> I mean, did you call okay. them Rio? Yeah, well, that would that's actually a pretty good name. That is, that is a, good a good name. It's also yeah. Man. Yeah, it's the name of a. Uh, that's kind of a cool boy name, Fly too. Rio? Yeah. It's different. Oh, dang. My, nice work. Mine, mine. <laughs> I, hope you take, I hope you're writing notes. Yeah. <laughs> Add it yeah. to our list. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, when you said the um, cartoon thing, uh-huh. you kind of aged yourself. Because I was thinking about the cartoons no. that I watched. and it was, I did. Ours was Thundercats. <laughs> Remember that? Or was that oh, before yeah. you? No, it was like, um, that was kind of like the He-Man yeah. Era, oh, yeah. Which was just Transformers, He Man, like Thundercats. Yeah, Thunder, Thunder, Thundercats. Well, yeah, we talked all about that with <sighs> with Galen. Yeah, I did age myself. That was probably like early nineties. I was because I don't remember the X Men one. I must yeah, have you, you might have kind of aged out of cartoons probably by then. Yeah. Do you ever really age out of cartoons? Not really. I mean, no, they're always I good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I just watched uh, animated, random animated. Uh, I want to see it was like a Batman movie I found on uh, Netflix or Prime or one of the random, I don't know, I was just like desperate <laughs> looking for something different to watch. and But it was like dark. 
Oh. It was, it was, yeah. Oh, it was, yeah, like gra- Spawn it was graphic. Style. It was graphic and darkish. Like, yeah. It had silhouettes of, you know, naked women, kind of oh. different. Yeah. Oh, that doesn't it's sound a like a comic it. book, though. Yeah. yeah, it was very, yeah. like, you know, adult yeah. style. I can't remember the name, but I know that there is a Batman movie that's, like, animated that's highly praised. I can't f- remember which one it was, though. Yeah. Man, yeah, that used to oh, be. Oh, was it the, um, Oh, no, I was thinking Spider-Man. But I did go on, like, even the cartoons when you go, like, once you have your kid um, and you go watch these, like, because you probably, as an adult, you're not going to go watch Mario Brothers. No, but some if of them I would. good, but yeah. not that no, one. No, but you go. It's, it's and, good. Like, I take I my kids to go because they want to go, but there's a lot of humor for adults. Oh, in good. That. And there's so much nostalgia. Like, they played mm-hmm. the song, like, when they're going down the tunnel. I was like, oh, yeah, boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, like, yeah. when they saw Koopa, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. I was like, I was like pumping my son. I was like, I know that. Yeah. He's like, it's from the part. That was a really nostalgic. Did you watch it? I did. We went and watched it. It was good. It was two Fridays ago. Okay, now I kind of want to watch it because I didn't used to play that all the time. Oh, you you you'll oh love my it. God. They did a great job. Okay. Oh, this, the the storyline's good. The humor again, the, the adult humor that the kids won't pick up on. That just mm-hmm. parents in the crowd. Oh, totally, and and that's okay. Um, yeah, like there was music and stuff that took me back to my parents' bedroom. Oh, nineteen eighty eight when you got a Nintendo and you got Mario Brothers and Duck Hunter. You got it as like a kit. Oh yeah. You got the gun. Yes. And the and I'm like, I mean, it was like one of those moments where I, <laughs> it's like you yeah, suck it's into like right a, a fly on the wall, like like looking down on yourself. I mean, it was almost giving me goosebumps thinking about I went it. Home I mean, it was and plugged very, in the Super Nintendo. It was very nostalgic. Yes, I was like, oh, wow. I still got the Super the Super Nintendo. I wish I had the original the OG, mm. but I do have the Super Nintendo with a couple of the. Mario I think ones. there's a device now. It's there is. I have really that too. Make me sound that like, has like, it's like has all thing? the games. Yeah, and yeah. just a controller. Okay. I think we still have a Sega. Oh, oh Sega. yeah. Wait, I yeah. I know I had it recently with the yeah. black yeah. controllers. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah big the Sega big Genesis. Ones. Yeah, with the what is the Ninja game anyway? Yeah, we still have that rolling around somewhere. I think in my brother's house. Yeah, GameCube with the oh, Super yeah. Smash Bros. Melee. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I bought it specifically for that game. Yeah. So What's well, funny, like, my kids never got, I never, I refused to buy them an Xbox or a oh, PlayStation. Yeah. We don't have any consoles. They right have now. the Super Nintendo, the <laughs> Wii, and now that's it. I mean, now oh, they're kind of out of That's when stuff was good, though. The new yeah. stuff is too real. <laughs> it's yeah. very real. Well, it's all internet. It's not like a game. Yeah. You, you plug in there. And, oh. Well, now you with, know, like, every, Roblox, it's all, like, yeah, like you download one. games and oh. and you play Apple. with kids across the country with headphones and first person and you know oh. basketball and Madden football and and they're insanely large. Like there was a Call of Duty game that was like sixty something gigs. I was like, yeah, no. <laughs> Is that a lot? That's a lot. Okay. Well, I mean, like depending on what um, what platform or game console you use, console you get, mm-hmm. yeah. Cause like I got one that's like a terabyte or something, but yeah, yeah. Oh, they come like that. Mm-hmm. Like the phones, but you, have you to get download. to choose uh, what size like new phone you get. Is yeah. there a terabyte iPhone now? Yeah, the new what? one is. Ter- hey, what's yours? You got a new one? Uh, I got like a yeah. two fifty six. Yeah, I think they have them now. Yeah. But there was a bigger option. Probably the terabyte. There was like the a hot boy that was there. like another couple hundred dollars. I think. Mm. Mm. Um, it's unnecessary. 
Yeah. I don't know. I would I would like that much I would on get a that. phone. Yeah. Yeah, because all your yeah. pictures exactly. and all that we don't do all the, the cloud, videos so. and then you start doing <laughs> Canva and all the stuff on there. Yeah. It's yep. like man. You can load them up quick. Yeah. Because it gets full. I think this one's two fifty six, but I have like eighteen thousand pictures and like my whole family, my whole life's on this thing. Yeah, but that's a problem with phones these days though. All my pictures are in there and they're stuck in there. I never look at them again. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, you have to consciously yeah. like go back and go to 2018 right. in June. Right. Oh my god, that one thing, yeah. that trip and Yeah, oh, people don't print them out no. and put them in the book right. so you can look at it. Book. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What happened to books? <laughs> you know, photos. my my wife went back to that. She makes one annually. Oh, she makes so a conscious time. effort to go through and print Good some for photos. Her. That's awesome. And then um what we do for Mother's Day is we we do the the calendars, so that's a good idea. So Rena will idea. collect a bunch of photos from my brother, and Marissa. She'll and do it for herself. No, no, she'll do it for oh. my mom and her mom. Oh, so but do you do it for her? No, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's Sunday. You got it's a this couple week. days. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm gonna go get her some Versa pants. There you go. Oh, there you go. She'll like nice that. Just, oh, take a picture of that. <laughs> Then you get the picture to make the counter, like, honey, the booty counter. That's gonna look good. The personal mm-hmm. counter, the one that's in your side of the bathroom. She is like, <laughs> she is her. She is perfect for those pants. Oh, good. Because she loves mid layer, base layers, fleeces. You're right. I mean, she that's is her style. Always looking for something new: quarter zips, pants, mm. sweaties. I mean, she's just. I mean, she's got like two drawers full of it. Oh, Shit overflowing. Some things need to probably go <laughs> to replace others. <laughs> We'd be happy to add to the collection. Yeah. Perfect. You guys, do, we just did the big brothers. You know, they come by and we have so much stuff to give away. Oh, you guys do the, that? Have the them boys? come by and no, but just big brothers, big sisters, give no, away we do stuff. This goodwill and, usually. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. they come if you put all the bags out. We had so much. I mean, like eight bags, six boxes. I'll tell you I'm though, like, geez. I got like the full hand me down thing going. Oh, mm. oh, with right. the girls because I got a fourteen, nine, and four. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's so the stuff can, of course, the stuff oh. the fourteen-year-old is wearing is kind of like dated. Mm. So there's like a limitation on that. But when you go and buy North Face rain jackets and fucking bog rain boots, they're yeah. kind of the more it's tough expensive to get rid of multi-use stuff, shit. Oh, and then the I'm, little yeah. I'm going through my hoodies. I was like, oh, I might. <laughs> I might. I only have fifty hoodies, but I might wear that one camping I, one too. I've been recycling <laughs> it, uh, hoarding marmot. Oh yeah! Oh, you take clothes over there? I haven't redeemed anything. I just take them, and then I I think I got some credit going on. You probably go in there. You probably have a thousand dollars worth of credit in there. You can get a raft. I'm like, (laughs) oh, I could. I mean, I just every year I make it a point is I add a jacket or a pair of pants. Mm. Something has to go. I try to do that. You know, because I have this like um, clothes rack in a closet downstairs that I just took, and the girls have everything else in the house. I just have my own couple spots but i got this nook closet in the the rack is swaying it's so heavy it's so <laughs> so heavy and i'm like oh man so i do that with gotta, the toys like christmas so oh. if the kids get like five new things i was like okay what do you need mm-hmm. to get rid of or we need to go donate five mm-hmm. things that you don't play with anymore i like that it just stacks up. So we got yeah. we got yeah, parental yeah. pro tips for you. Oh, yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, next podcast. Learning pro, so much. Pro parental it's tips. It's funny too because we were talking about kids shows and and like the new shows that are coming out and uh, how <laughs> you you be sitting there one night, you know, maybe 
at that point maybe having a glass of wine or and your child would be completely out of sight doing something else and you'd be sitting there watching Mickey Mouse Clubhouse <laughs> for 30 minutes and you're like, why am I watching this? <laughs> because you're just used to being on all day and then... You're just zoning out. You're just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're watching it. Do they still have I the song? My show on. The hot dog song? Uh, yeah, they do. That show. <sighs> I don't watch it occasionally. Mm. Right now it's right now it's Bluey. Oh, Bluey, that's right. You know what Bluey that's, is? I've heard I of know Bluey. Bluey. A little my kids were into dog Bluey. family. But they were into the hot dogs. Oh, family. it is. It is. They designed that show for parents to watch their kids because it is hilarious <laughs> to watch heard, as a parent. It's funny. I've heard so many people actually talk about how good it is, and I'm like... It is really good. Okay. <laughs> and I just... The girls watch it in the morning, and I'll just pause with a cup of coffee in two minutes. Yeah. I won't invest much into it, but I usually walk away with a quick little, (laughs) 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 you know, like a little snicker. Yeah, yeah. You know, the kids don't get it, but I got it. (laughs) I appreciate when they put something in there for the adults. Well, when it's family orientated instead of just, this is just for kids. Mm -hmm. And then you're like wanting to, you know, turn it off because it's so annoying. Yeah. Mm. Well, there's so much of it now too. There there wasn't a lot of options, but now there's streaming TV. It's endless as right. far as clicking on Disney and, you know, your kids want to watch Lion King. Or, I mean, there's just unlimited stuff yeah. for them to, to tune into. It's it's easier for parents today than maybe 10, 15, 20 years ago when yeah. you had to go to the Red Box and get a DVD, oh, po- yeah. you know, for a movie. Where or cartoons block, were only on block, from 9, yeah. 8 to 11 on in the Saturday. morning on Saturday. Yeah. Yes. Oh, they're all week. There's a whole all channel. All day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, not, you didn't say channels. No one has channels yeah, anymore. Do, yeah, do kids even know what channels are? No. Okay. I don't think so. Mine won't. <laughs> we don't Mine even have won't. cable. I don't even know how one gets cable anymore. No. You have cable? No. 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 <laughs> no. No one has cable. I've bought it forever. Like, don't stream TV. Garbage. I think if they money. brought it back and they're like, it's $10 now. I'd be like, oh, oh. okay. I'll take cable now because yeah. now it's like fifteen dollars <laughs> yeah. for Netflix, fifteen right. for Hulu, fifteen it's for crazy. HBO. Oh, you're, you're two fifty a month. And shit. Someone's gonna Easy. reinvent it and be like, "This is a streaming yeah. service, but with everything." <laughs> it's well, called yeah. cable. Yeah. Well, direct yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, DirecTV has their, their uh, streaming version, so you can get all those network like channels. Oh, oh, like Hulu That's and I think live. YouTube. No, does no, no, it. no. You would get. A package like you would like in the cable days. Oh, oh. but you who does could, that? Uh, Directv. But you have through, to have a satellite AT&T. that doesn't work out. No, the no, time? no. It's it's internet. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I penciled it all out and <laughs> you said it's graph. Well, I, I went in for a phone and then when you go in for a phone, it's a kind of a process. So mm-hmm. I had some dead time and the dude sat down and you opened up the Excel I'm like, sheet. All right, I'm like, all right, let's like hear it out. So I <laughs> I just did a quick scroll. I'm like, well, we we'll spend this much. I think, <laughs> I think, I was just totally guesstimating, and then I looked at that and I'm like, then I'm adding a bunch of crap I'll never watch. Yeah, I mean, I watch YouTube TV and Netflix. Mm-hmm. Me, that's your that's, go-to. That's it. That is it. I don't watch YouTube TV. Yeah, me either. I watch YouTube like all day. <laughs> no, 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 no. I no, watch no, YouTube. No, no you YouTube watch TV oh. is like Hulu well, or or Prime podcast. or it's an app, right? Yeah, but it's blowing up. I've, like yeah, it's blown up. It's they have the like next football games. And oh, they stuff. oh yeah. they it's just the got next. the contract for like NFL yeah. or something. Yeah, right? That's that's yeah. when you know you're in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you can get the Sunday ticket from them. Wow. No, it, it is a really cool. I mean, if you ever do like a three day trial, try it out. It is. Mm. I mean, it gives you all the features of what you liked about cable, mm. with the 
you know, networks. Is it through YouTube or is it a separate YouTube? There's TV? YouTube app on your TV and then there's YouTube TV, TV app. Okay. It's separate. Yeah. Yeah, I got the Hulu Live, which is nice. It's same same thing. Same deal. Mm-hmm. ESPN yep. Plus. Yep. It's pretty much all I watch. Rabbit hold into that. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, now it's the know. new way. It's the new way, man. It's weird. It's hard no more, to navigate. No more cartoons on Saturdays. That doesn't oh, exist. That's so sad. Anymore. Yeah, that is sad. Yeah. Oh, that's very nostalgic. Mm, indeed. Um, we went to, uh, did a nice couple's ride to Kinnick. Oh. Um, you guys got ATVs? No, we, Paul rents them and does some vet rides with them. So mm. okay. we'll go like once a, well, I'll go once a year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but no. Yeah, it's fun. No. It's a whole different like Alaska thing. Yeah. Uh, you went out to connect. That's what you said? Yeah. yeah. We yeah. do an annual, um, Brandon's yeah. wife, Rena, actually puts it on or just kind of, hmm. I wouldn't say put it on. I mean, yeah, put it on, but I mean, she, she like just, organizes, she organizes, sends the text out, sets the date, sets the time, yeah. da, 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 da. And we went out there and I was not expecting that many people. Oh there was a God, big, was, I mean, we rolled whoa. up and there was maybe like eight couples that was with us. And then like two of those couples knew like this other group that was like six couples. And then these guys knew some other next thing, you know, there's like 40 machines. Oh, oh yeah, when we crossed Jim Creek, it was, they had like 20 something in their group and we had like, I don't know, 12 machines and ours cool. and we were separated i mean yeah you know you don't really it's kind of weird how everybody separates and then you end up combining back up at some bottleneck part of the trail um but it's a good it felt like the first summer thing mm. how that long, we went out and did how was the trail it was, good. it was good it wasn't too wet or anything no it wasn't too wet it wasn't would have been too nice no Dust, because the dust was, I mean, the dust was like whatevs, but. Not as bad as before. Not as bad as it's been in the past, but it was pretty, pretty dusty. Yeah. yeah. The glacier was beautiful and all the ice was up close. It wasn't oh, really a cool. lake yet, but you can walk on it. It seemed like some people had ridden on it mm-hmm. uh, wait, wait, earlier wait. in the year. Yeah, we had the one homie who was out walking around, messing around. It was pissing me off. I was like, get off there. <laughs> no, it was good. It was windy and chilly by the glacier. So we got a few photos and then we went and tucked behind the. Yeah. The hill behind. You know, as you get to the the glacier there, but it was a good outing. I mean, it just felt nice to get out, see mountains and fresh air, and we had a fire and made lunch. And it's such a cool ride out there. Yeah, it's. I mean, you know, it's a slow go. It's kind of it gets complicated when you have that many people. Yeah, they may get, get stuck. Well, one guy broke down, no. and so then the group kind of got separated, which was kind of nice. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Just yeah. like riding, riding with like <laughs> you know four six machines, machines yeah. four machines versus you know eighteen yeah 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 we had a breakdown they decided to leave their machine we dispersed some gear they jumped in with us because we had a couple extra seats and then so we continued the ride and then had to drag that thing out of there at oh. the end but it broke down like really really early in the ride. Right when we crossed Jim Creek. That never happens. It's always at the end. I, we were really grateful yeah, that good. it happened yeah. where it did. Because, I mean, to drag a machine that far would have been a long ride out. Mm-hmm. But, um, no, it was pretty good. Fairly, I mean, everybody was safe and responsible. Because, and, you know, there's just a lot of room for error when you have a lot of people out there mm-hmm. riding. Oh, yeah. And, you know, some have more experience than others. And some people make uh, you know, errors in judgment when it comes to making turns a little too fast and it's easy to roll a four-wheeler over. 
Yo. Not going to say any names. <laughs> I was just taking glad a picture that everybody of me and my was wife, okay. And I just happened to click the picture as <laughs> the homie. I don't even know his name, actually. Gage. And his new girlfriend flipped the machine over. And I got the picture of it. I should actually show you guys. In he your picture? He in the phone. So I'm like doing it. And in the background, there's. <laughs> he photo amazing. He photobombed them totally inadvertently <laughs> with the four wheeler, like tipping. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, look at this photo. <laughs> Oh my god! You should airdrop it to me. Like okay, that. that's well, so good. I mean, it is just it. like it's so funny. You would have thought we tried to make this happen, and it was just coincidence. Oh, I did. I posted it. On yeah, we have thing. one little close call. You know, there's always like the one dude that's just doing too much. Yeah, he's kind of doing brodies and you know messing around, and he's got his girlfriend on the back. And yeah, I wasn't um, even thinking. You said ATVs, and I was thinking we only do it with side by sides. I haven't done it with a four wheeler. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of side by sides. Yeah. It's a good time to get out and like make oh, sure yeah. all your stuff works and you know get it all cleaned up and realize oh I need to fix this or that or I forgot to fix this or that. Did it pop up? Yeah, it should be. Uh, oh, oh, wait a minute. Mm, I don't know where it went. <laughs> I don't know where it actually went. You want to try it again? I don't know where it went. Oh, you opened in photos instead of... Um, yeah, I, I, we were talking and I looked at the girls there and <laughs> accepted it, but I didn't know where I accepted it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just been such a long drug out spring Yeah, that it felt like that was a f first... I don't know. I mean, it was still chilly, but enough to peel down to a t-shirt for a few minutes when the sun came out. Oh, that's not too minute. bad. Yeah. No, not at all. It's usually pretty windy out there a little gets a little brisk yeah yeah yeah, that glacier. But, um, yeah it did it was and we're, we always planned to like have like a fire on that glacier side and eat but it was really cold mm -hmm. and windy so we're like let's just go yeah, around yeah <laughs> you don't have to go far it's kind of crazy actually how much yeah, it warms right up. on the other side it yeah. was way i even took a little nap Ooh. actually kind of a long nap <laughs> a little tundra nap my wife like comes and puts a jacket on me oh that's nice it's not sending again go back to it it's got to download uh, in your it, it, um it pulled um, up in here. Favorites, recent there imports. There you go. <laughs> Get it bigger. Make that. Oh <laughs> so the girlfriend is already falling off. Engages. You can see his hand is still on the. <laughs> oh, God. Well, his hand is still on so there. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Like he's. They're both bailing. He's just laughing, and the girl's like leg is under the thing we had to like jump off and like get the machine <laughs> off of her good thing it was a little machine but that's a fantastic she laughed it off oh, <laughs> yeah man. nobody got hurt. she did i they're in there a new couple um so she was like freshly introduced to the group and oh, i think it can be kind of intimidating when you're a new person in a group setting when everybody's tight mm -hmm. so um but man she was she was really really uh a trooper with that whole thing, because I could see a gal being like, you motherfucking slapped, you know, <laughs> slapping him like, you almost killed me. <laughs> she did later. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm going to say you got in the yeah. truck afterwards. We'll see if she's like, there next year. Put a knife to his throat, you motherfucker. again. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a good time. Did you send him that photo? I don't know. I don't have his number. Oh. I, I do, oh. and now I want it, so we will send it to him. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, send it to him, poor guy. That's dangerous. <laughs> exactly. So what do you guys have planned for this spring as far as, like, outdoor activities? We'll get into the gear in a little bit. 
Oh man, spring. Oh. Well, we're going to Hawaii here in a second oh, nice. on Monday, mm-hmm. so that kind of oh sweet. Yeah, but past that, I mean, once once Kenai opens, we'll get some. I guess it's kind of getting into summer, but oh yeah, when you fishing. get back, it'll be yeah turning green. Yeah, because you leave Monday. Yeah, we get for back, how long? Yeah, we get back at twenty third, so it's pretty oh, yeah. much mm-hmm. June. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Memorial Weekend's the next week. Yeah, weekend, I think after that. Yeah. So probably, I mean, I haven't even thought about it. Probably some fishing. We should probably look at the boats. I'm sure they're. <laughs> oh, it's that time. good shape. Yeah, yeah. I did. Dr- I drained the drift boat the other day, so I know that's. Mm-hmm. You guys said you had the cabin at Caribou. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So we've had a place out on Caribou Island, out on Skeelac Lake. Um, yeah, we had that my whole life, and it's probably the coolest place. Is there sometimes you go there? Because that's because I told you before we've been looking at cabins and. I want to go north, but I've just been so hard to find one. I've been just open to wherever. Yeah. And some pop up there all the time, but the, always a concern is, like, what if you roll up there and you can't cross because it's mm, the yeah. lake, that lake is sketchy. It does all the time. Yeah. Have you had to turn back ever and be oh, like, oh. So many times. Yeah. Mm. Um, usually wait it out and maybe try and go across. Usually around like 9 or 10 p.m. it'll usually calm okay. down. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we'll just wait it out. Um sometimes we'll go back or um more often we get stuck on the island okay that was yeah. my next question yeah so we get we used to get stuck out there all the time honestly those were the best days yeah because <laughs> oh, everybody bet. just yeah. kind of throws up your hands you're like well let's enjoy it you know no. get the booze out get the snack you oh, know we're here yeah, let's I mean, go like, oh we got stuck bummer yeah exactly <laughs> calling to work home. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> calling to school whatever it is yeah those are the best days so we get stuck out there a lot um or my dad's got a 185, so we'd fly back, and sometimes we get halfway and be like, nope, come on back. Mm. So that happens sometimes, but, um, yeah, more often than not, we get stuck on the island, which is way better. Yeah. Yeah, but it's no joke. You don't mess with crossing when it's nasty. Yeah. Do you guys, um, Do you, have you got any reports on the lake this year or talk to any family members or? No. Because I feel like. This would be a late breakout. Yeah, mm. yeah, probably lake. will. Um, no, we haven't. There, mm-hmm. We used to. There used to be quite a few people that lived out there full time, so they'd mm. be out there all winter. We don't. They nobody lives out there full time anymore. At least not mm. that I know of. Um, so it's a little bit different. Usually, somebody's got to go down there and kind of check it out. I haven't asked my parents, so I'm not sure if mm. they've heard from any anybody if if it's out. But usually, yeah. it's. If it's out, it's still too low to put the boats in. At the oh right, yeah. So mm. that's usually the bigger problem. So Can't people watch. can go out there in the snow machine across. No, oh, yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. Snow machine across. So we just take cars across, but um, nice. yeah, people don't really do that anymore. Which is smart. This is probably a good thing. All for safety. Yeah. A few few dropped in or something in mm, the past, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. I wondered about that because some lakes there's like roads all over the place, and others there's none. Like I went to Lake Louise. Yeah. This winter, and I was surprised there wasn't a road. Yeah, because I mean that's frozen it. like solid, like yeah. four feet. Well, the overflow is gnarly on that lake. I think it's like on the you know like big lake. There's people out there all the time, and they've got somebody to like, people monitor it yeah. more. Like Gra- I said graders. back in the day, yeah, when people lived out there all year, I mean they'd have to drive to town to get food or whatever, so there would be more of a road. But there's nobody out there like to maintain it. it, yeah, and to mm. check on it and make sure that it's good. So I think that's probably why snow machines usually are good because you can find a route around. But with the cars, you can you can get in some trouble real quick. 
Yeah. Did you guys ever drive out there back in we the never, day? We oh, never, you know what? We might have one time um, way, way back in the day, but not really. We didn't go out there a whole lot in the winter because my mm. brother and I were in so many sports, it was kind of hard mm. to get out there. Um, but yeah, a couple times we go out there and snow machine across. But yeah, I can't remember being in the car. I think there's a, maybe a photo of me we'd cross in the car, but there was an incident when I was pretty little with one of the neighbors, and so yeah, that was the end of that. I think I've heard that story. Pretty, yeah. you heard that story? I, I just <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, I, I, oh. I mean, oh really? <laughs> no, no, no. I heard a. I, I my brother knew a, a, a dude that his family had cabins out there, and it was everybody drove it until something went bad, and then it just ended. Mm. Yeah, yeah, like that's a the car, last time a car fell in, and yeah, then it was did. not to be trusted anymore. I guess. Mm. Of course, the winters aren't what they used to be in the seventies and eighties. Um, maybe, I mean, in terms of cold, hard, yeah. you know, months where it would give the ice a chance to really get Set, firm. Yeah, I feel like this winter that like probably froze up hard. Mm. Yeah, probably. We didn't go out there this year. Um, I know that uh, it usually doesn't even freeze until the end of January, February, so there's really mm -hmm. not a whole lot of an ice season anyways, mm -hmm. at least for the, the whole lake, at least to get to Caribou. Yeah. Do people ice fish out there? I've heard, yeah, I heard again, do. back in the day, I would think there'd be I some heard, big boys up in that oh, lake. Oh, yeah. That, They're yeah. all coming up there from the river. Yeah, I had a guy tell me <laughs> that uh, the fishing, ice fishing in the lake used to be epic until the Valdez oil spill. Really? Which what? is kind of like... Hmm. Um, and this is an educated guy. I'm not going to say his name, but he he's a principal here at a school in town. But uh, hmm. says a lot. You probably know who he is. Actually, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, he said, for whatever reason, since that spill in the '80s, uh, even hmm. though we're talking uh, Cook Inlet, yeah, versus Prince William Sound, hmm. right, and where the salmon come from, and and I don't know if not educated enough on the subject that if the Prince William Sound oil spill really damaged the, you know, uh, wildlife stuff way all the way up there. to Cook Inlet. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. He, he just said that I can I tell guess. you right now we used to catch monster this, monster that, and ice fish, and then it hmm. Done. dramatically stopped. So, How many cabins are on that island? Um, in the 40s or 50s there's quite okay. a few i mean most of them are abandoned or nobody goes out there once a year kind of cabins generation shifts where people took care of them and then the new yeah people that got was given to or passed down to just yeah i think some people too they they buy a spot out there and then they go out to see it for the first time and they're like oh this is not what i thought yeah <laughs> or it's more work than they're yeah. willing to put time into yeah because a lot of them mm -hmm. are in the middle of the island and there, i mean there's no water there's nothing so you have to and there's nowhere to park your boat so you got to go quite a ways so you got to haul oh, your shit. stuff mm -hmm. up to the place you got to haul your water some people pump it but um yeah so i think some of that and then um there's some swampy areas so there's some or they're hard to get to like the the way that the the rocks go out from certain parts of the island there it gets real shallow so i don't know i think it just kind of depends. do the brown bears get up on that occasionally but pretty rarely mm. i mean we'll get a bear here and there but but not that often we'll swim over mess around 
Yeah. Go back. Yeah. yeah. They usually figure out pretty quick that there's nothing around. So it's not far from the mainland. No, it's really close. Yeah. yeah. It's really close. We get yeah. more moose than, than bears. Mm. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You ever see the, ever see the caribou come wander down there? No. Oh, good question. Never seen a caribou. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. I've heard stories of people seeing caribou on the lake edges, but. I have never seen one on. Ski. I mean, I've seen them on um, on the Kenai, but I've never seen them on lower. Ski Lek. Yeah, on the lower part. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what Tyler was saying. Which I was would asking. Be pretty him close that. to Ski Lek. You know yeah, I mean, I mean it's it is close, but yeah. no, never seen never seen them. And then we'll hike up like Cottonwood and stuff like that. I've never seen them up there either. Which actually Google that real quick. Doesn't mean anything. You've been up Cottonwood pretty far. Yeah. Oh yeah, you can go. I mean, really, you could just keep going right if you in, wanted. Oh really? Yeah, you, you can, hit past the tree line I and mean, you can go wherever you can go yeah, yeah. I, i've tried a couple of times but i've always gone too early and there's too much snow oh yeah yeah what did you want to look up daniel what are we looking up um caribou, oh, oh, caribou on, island on, yeah. no caribou not caribou, caribou on kenai river because uh, i've seen some pictures of it um let me learn how to spell here i think there i mean it was named after i think there was a really big herd out there there was. There's like an actual. Off. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a Kenai. The yeah. Kenai I herd. mean, there still is, but I think it was massive back in the day. Someone sent me a picture one day of it in the wintertime. Well, there's the draw hunt for the, for the Kenai. The Kenai River caribou. Scroll down. Maybe there's one. Like actually on the river itself? Yeah. Someone sent me a picture one time and I was like, oh, there's like cabins right there. I was like, that's cool. Like on the actual river? Yeah, and you could tell it was like the Kenai with the color. <laughs> Dig a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I'm not um, saying they're not there. I just don't see them. <laughs> yeah, you haven't yeah. actually seen one there. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I was just. I mean, they call it Caribou Island for a reason, right? <laughs> <laughs> one one day there was a caribou <laughs> there walking was a, across the lake. <laughs> there, <was a> <laughs> there one time. <laughs> we're gonna call it that. Uh, yeah. Um, let's take a quick break, and we're gonna come back with. Um, Brandon's Did You Know and a couple of uh, upcoming events we got coming up. Um, So we will be right back. Barney Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. Barney specializes in supplying hunters with the absolute best Alaskan-proven gear on the market for some of nature's most rugged and demanding terrain. Whether you're headed to the remote volcanic islands of the Alaska Peninsula in search of a brown bear, or the shale-infested glacial valleys of the Brooks Range for dull sheep, it is critical you choose the right gear for your dream hunt. Don't miss Barney's exclusive brand, Frontier Gear of Alaska, tested from the high mountains of Tajikistan to the extreme conditions of Alaska. These products were designed for high performance and durability. Frontier Gear was derived from decades of experience hunting big game in Alaska. Paired with other top brands, it provides you the absolute best gear selection anywhere in the world. Stop in at Barney Sports Chalet in Anchorage on Northern Lights or check out their custom website and reference tool at barneysports.com. The Alaska chapter of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers. BHA is the voice of our Alaska public lands, waters, and wildlife. From national level policy work to engagement with boots on the ground projects from Kotzebue to Ketchikan, BHA performs public land cleanups, hunting and fishing clinics, and community education to help take your game to the next level. BHA's community-minded goal is to uphold our hunting and fishing legacy while keeping wild lands wild and fostering the next generation of sportsmen and women for years to come. Make sure to follow BHA Alaska for upcoming events, 
local brewery Pint Nights and more, stand up for Alaska public lands and waters by supporting the Alaska chapter of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers. Join us today at backcountryhunters.org. The Treehouse AK, your one-stop dispensary located at 341 Boniface Parkway. Be sure to ask the bud tender about their deal of the day because honestly, there's always something good on deck. And guys, listen, this is where the culture lives. At The Treehouse, their dedication to servicing consumers has been developed through a lifetime of involvement in the cannabis culture. They're committed to providing the highest quality products at whatever value your budget affords, while always maintaining the deep-rooted principles that have carried them this far. Their focus is on relationships over transactions, and you can always depend on them to treat you with the respect you deserve. Hit them up at thetreehouseak.com, and remember, you must be 21 years of age to enter their store. So they kind of started opening it up to stuff. It was a good experience. I mean, it's pretty fun at the Denina too, but um, it, I guess it was probably more or less just everybody getting out after a long time. Yeah. Too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, there um, seems to be a lot of um, cleanups happening. Um, we try to promote as many as we can. Uh, obviously, everyone's trying to clean up somewhere. Um, but a few notable ones, they have the Russian River cleanup that BHA is doing. That is June 9th through 11th. If you're trying to be a participant in that, you will get a free campground spot, which is really cool um, for the opener on the Russian River, pretty prized uh, campsite area. Um, so go to uh, BHAalaska.com, I want to say it is, and, or just Google them, BHA Alaska, to sign up for that. And that's June 9th through the 11th. Um, Brandon will be down there. Mm-hmm. Might pop in there as well. We'll be down in the area for that. Um, they have a, for the off-road people, they have the Sutton cleanup May 20th. Um, yeah, that's the uh, Toyota-owned group. Yep, that's, I yeah. think, heading that. Yeah, big Toyota group. Total Chuck's part of that. We're a sponsor with that. And um, Haley, uh, who was on the show, hit me up about that. So that's May 20th, and they have a bunch of prizes and giveaways and all that stuff. Um, They just did the Eagle River one um, with Nina, uh, Nina on the Fly. Nina on the Fly? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And I forgot what group she was. Oh, she was with uh, Rovco. Is no Rovco? Mm-mm. Um, cross country skiing. We should hook you guys up with them. Mm. They do a lot of cross country skiing events and stuff like that. I think they're out of Fairbanks. Okay, but yep. they have like ambassadors and stuff down down in Eagle River and in Anchorage cool. and stuff like that. So Dotna too. Mm. I think um, so right Erica yeah. with Alaska. Yeah, you guys should definitely yeah. hook up with Rovco. Um, they got some good stuff going on. So they did their cleanup there for Eagle River. There's a lot of cleanup. Actually, Eagle on. River. Yeah. Then the Sutton one, and then there is the I think. By the time this show, goes, show comes out, the one at uh, Ship Creek's already going to be over with. Mm-hmm. That's this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, that's this weekend, and then, uh, but yeah. you didn't miss the Slam and Salmon Derby. Excuse me, which is uh, June 9th through the seventeenth. We are going to be doing a giveaway for that, um, so check if check on our Instagram for that. We are going to yep. be giving away some merch. And we're also going to be giving away a couple of free entries, VIP passes to the Derby. Um, basically, you'll be able to go down there and, and, and participate in the Derby for free and have a chance to win. He's got all kind of cool prizes. Alaska Mint donates gold. gold um, there's cash. Mm-hmm. There's gold. There's equipment. And that Derby is June 9th through the 17th. Um, so go to the Bait Shack. Um, Ship ba- Creek. Ship Creek downtown, or go check out Bait Check on Instagram or his website. I'm assuming it's baitcheck.com or mm-hmm. thebaitcheck.com. The Bait Shack, yep. Um, for that, so 
sounds like summer, spring, like all that stuff is like it's full, full swing. Yeah, I like, I like, I mean, it's. <laughs> I was kind of laughing about it earlier tonight when we were talking about all the cleanups that yeah. are going on, and maybe it's just because I'm not a big social media guy that I pay attention. But the cleanup, uh, the energy and effort, and the fact that people are organizing these things are amazing, Man. because. It, as we know, when the snow melts, all that shit just <laughs> yeah. surfaces, yeah. right? That's crazy. Um, Saturday morning, we're driving out to the valley. I seen guys through uh, the Eagle River area, in, side by side, just yeah. sitting on the side of the road, oh, yeah, picking up trash. Yeah. And I'm yeah, like, that's cool. I don't, you're not probably supposed to do that, you know, jump in your side by side and ride it down the bike trail and jump out. But hey, man, he's out there picking up trash. Yeah. Awesome. And we go down that stretch for, you know, two or three miles of the highway, and it's clean. And I'm like, oh, man, dude, like, it's cool. I'm going to thank that guy. Yeah. Because it made that morning drive beautiful because yeah. there was no trash. And, I mean, coming to the city, of course, Minnesota, mm -hmm. Seward Highway, it's like, oh, my God. Well, yeah. it's, it's really cool that these other Alaska um, outdoorsy kind of companies mm -hmm. are jumping on board with that. Um, getting social media involved, getting the younger crowd involved. Because before it was always like, oh, my mom, my mom, I got to yeah. go do the cleanup sure, there with the sure. kids and yeah. all that stuff. But now it seems like it's blowing up, which is cool. Yeah, I think it's you great. Know, yeah. You can't obviously attend all of them, and we try to promote as many as we can and donate stuff for giveaways. Um, but it's really cool that I'm sure there's way more that we haven't even. That's oh, just yeah, yeah, yeah. Like vicinity here. I'm sure there's stuff in Fairbanks and, oh, they, yeah. and all over the place. And, uh, for our listeners, um, you know, they've got those orange trash bags kind of uh, positioned everywhere around town where you can grab them and go out and do trash cleanups. Total Truck downstairs in Northern Waste, um, they have a, a basically like a kiosk kind of set up downstairs when you walk through the front door. they got a table set up. You can come and grab as many of those orange trash bags as you want and go around and do your own self-motivated cleanup if you're if you're willing. So mm. That's, that's cool. Think I about like if, if you're if you're down for it. I mean... The, the reality is you can keep driving by it. It ain't going to go anywhere. Right. Or you can pick it up. Yeah. And, you know, done some cleanups in the past. It's actually, if you jump out of your car and start walking those areas and clean it up, it's a lot. Yeah, especially. Lot. Like you can that. fill a truck up quick. Yeah. Yeah. But it helps. They it still helps do the actual, like, cleanup mm -hmm. day with the students. Yeah. I don't know mm -hmm. exactly what day that they do is. all kinds of, like, like Conoco does them and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Some of the bigger companies do them. Mm -hmm. Remember when I worked in oil and gas, we used to, there always was, a cleanup. Yeah. All big, the time. Yeah. Cook, big ones. Uh, cookouts afterwards yep. and beverages. Yeah. And they make fun it kind stuff. of fun. Yeah. 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 It makes it worth it. I can't wait till it's all clean because, boy, it's pretty gross. I know. It is. You, there's some green popping out, though. Yeah. Here and there. Little some, buds. Like, yeah, there is. Side, little side lawns and some of the landscaping starting to turn green. I'm kind of wondering how it's doing it. I mean, I don't know if you guys checked today. It was 47 degrees again I know. today. Is it coming or not? I was like, God damn, man. Like, Crest 50. I know, I still have several feet of snow in my yard, I feel like. I mean, from the plow, but oh my gosh. Yeah. Is it in the shade, too? Yeah, I got to start putting it on the driveway. <laughs> yeah. Just, just, <laughs> just blow it into the devil. Yeah. Well, you just get tired of looking at it yeah, exactly. at some point. You're like, man, go away. And it's dirty and gross. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what's crazy is the mountains around town. The yeah. not the, the Chugach. <laughs> I'm talking about the snow dumps. Oh. Like, they're... I don't know, man. They're like a hundred feet high. Oh yeah, 
Uh, yeah. brown and dirty and I'm just like, exposing more trash as well, it yeah and I'm like oh Damn. man dude those things are fucking gonna take forever to melt I mean sometimes they don't go at all I mean, yeah they'll run all the way some, through summer yeah just I don't, I don't think they're going anywhere there's a here. couple that yeah. are I mean they're towering yeah so high that I'm, I'm not sure damn eyesore man <laughs> <laughs> I got a buddy who goes with like a metal detector oh oh goes, does he find good stuff mm-hmm. oh I bet all kind of stuff <laughs> yeah, because once you drop it in the snow, gone. It's gone. Drop a key, gone. Drop a ring, gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Start scrambling exactly. around and trying to feel around, just spreading it out, making it worse. Oh my God, where'd it go? It's gone. It's gone. Just dropped under your car, still can't find it. <laughs> <laughs> We had like 40 inches on our front lawn, and I was trying to record it, and I dropped my phone. Oh, oh shit. And it went, I had the heart attack I had. <laughs> I finally found it, but it was like panic. I was like, oh, my God, where did it go? Well, and it's, it's so easy to panic and <laughs> yeah, then start like shuffling. Like, if you uh, just yeah. stop and go, oh, okay, wait, wait. Just like. <laughs> right yeah. into the slot. <laughs> Try to just envision where it went. Don't start like. Grab a shovel. Sorry. I know. Yeah, just throw it behind you. <laughs> just sling it back further. It's really gone. Oh. That's funny. I, I would go uh, take my oldest is really in, as you look that up, when you're ready. Uh, my oldest oh, yeah. is really in ice fishing, so we would go ice fishing a lot. And my youngest is not in ice fishing, but he's into shooting his bow. And so I would bring the bow and the, and the target. target with him to go do the stuff at just like lakes around town and stuff. And uh, there's still snow. And like the same thing, like he shot and he missed the target. <laughs> And we spent like forty five minutes trying to find the the arrow. Because oh, like, you're like it's just this tiny hole, oh. and like, and it was way farther than we thought it was. Of course, always is. But just remind me of that. We could have used the metal detector there, actually. Beep 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 beep. <laughs> well, I want to do uh, keep our show moving here, and uh, did we officially introduce our show? Oh I no, we like, did not. I, I feel well, like we didn't. Shoot. Hey, no worries. Fifteen hey, minutes in. So, just for the record, so you guys know, our show is very, very loose. Okay, <laughs> our structure is loose. Our agenda is loose. I have a did you know fact, but before I drop the fact, I wanted to introduce our guest. Yeah, let's do that. Let's we'll do that. Yeah. Uh, like welcome to. to Alaska Wild Project, episode one hundred and seventeen. Um, today we have Aaron and Cheney of Versa Outfitters. Thanks right. for coming. Thanks Thank for having you. us. Yeah. And it's Aaron Ursland Thacker. Well, now it's just Thacker. Now it's just Thacker. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So where do you Ursland. Where do you find Ursland? Do I need to remove uh, something? Yeah. Instagram. Isn't that your Instagram? Oh. Uh, at Ursland. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was like, well, Damn. I wanted to, I wanted to be <laughs> yeah. I wanted to be PC here. I was like, I, I mean, it's no, hyphenated. I have a hard time yes. getting rid of my uh, Instagram name, so yeah. it, I get, it's never going to change. So yeah, just keep it. And it's Cheney Frey. Yeah. Cheney Frey. All right. Uh, Versa Outfitters, you guys specialize in? Outdoor apparel, um, base layers mostly right now. Fleece is our uh, is our specialty. Fleece mm. warm layers. Staying warm. Staying Lightweight. Warm. Comfortable. Yeah. Comfortable. Yeah. Got to right? be comfy. Versatile. Versatile. Ooh. You got it. I feel like it, fleece is coming back, Versa. too. Fleece is coming back. In my opinion, it never left. And no. I, yeah. No. No, it didn't. But there was a time, like no, it, you it, know, I mean, that's why we did it. this. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. I the, the whole thing came about mainly because I was so tired of not being able to find fleece pants that fit. I could only find 
men's and they were always either like down to my knees or mm-hmm. you know way up my chest I yeah. Yeah, yeah or the crotch was all weird all or the weird yeah it was all saggy yep. or whatever yeah. yeah and then they have these big bulky waistbands and i mm-hmm. couldn't layer them under my waders or snow pants or anything like that so came to cheney and we had a, a third partner when we first started mm. um val who has kick sledge she got a little busy with that so oh, she yeah. had to bow oh, out okay. right before we launched oh, cool. yeah which is great for her um yeah, I asked if they wanted to do this with me, and that's how it started. Couldn't find fleece pants. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, uh, well, there was such a big transition in synthetic yeah, uh, outerwear and, and outfitter gear. Down. and It, it just kind of like, it just spiraled. You know, there's just so many options and brands, and I mean, fleece is kind of an original Style you know, OG be, went if you go, mm-hmm. I mean, if you go from like wool and then polyester, and and so fleece was huge. I mean, I was just joking with uh, Chad on Saturday. He was making fun of my goggles that I was wearing, those old, like, 1997 Scott <laughs> snow yes. machine goggles I was wearing on the ride. <laughs> and uh, I was like, I got these out of Dennis Kirk. And if you guys know what Dennis Kirk was, it was a catalog. Because, oh. you know, back in the 90s, there wasn't a lot of shops in Anchorage where you could go and get snow machine gear. Like, I was like there Gary was, like, King. Was it? I mean, but they didn't really have like specialized no. snow machine, like base layers, mid layers, shells, you know, it's before climb, all oh, that yeah. stuff. And um, Dennis Kirk was a catalog. You could get goggles and helmets. And, you know, back then it was polyester uh, wicking gear and, and hard shell stuff. And anyway, uh, fleece was king. Yeah when we used to go ride in snow machines and stuff because it it dried fast and wicked and it was warm and yep. light yep. And, and cozy but it was never a lot of stuff for women no like there was nothing in that catalog for women i don't even know if there's any women like i think later on they and i think dennis kirk is still around but now it goes to the the gore companies and and the kuyus and the different right. patagonia is obviously kind of own the market there for fleece, but it seemed like people tried different things and you guys brought it back to the original, the original. Yeah. Which brings me to my point. So a uh, segment in our show, we do Alaska. Do you know? So just some fun little facts. Some people know them. Some people don't. I was thinking about our show leading up to this. I do my own little production and I thought about original Alaska native gear right which was animal skins typically Mm -hmm. right yeah but i thought about more specific to like regional what they wore obviously if you're an arctic uh mountainous um southeast uh one that intrigued me the most was kind of like the north slope north brooks kind of area we we hunt that area and if you're in those mountains you, you you deal with crazy swings in weather whether it's heat and cold and snow and rain and i thought man what did what did they wear and i started looking into it and so did you know they used uh caribou skin and fur which makes sense for the regional animal but the the cool like nitty-gritty about it was the the active wear features that it offered as far as being lightweight warm comfortable and versatile, which was exactly what your guys' fleece is. And so uh, caribou uh, fur or caribou skin uh, 
basically was lightweight, very warm, water resistant, and strong. And uh, the dense underfur trapping underlong uh, guard hairs conserve heat, as does layering. And the honeycomb guard hairs contain tiny hair bubble, tiny air bubbles, much like synthetics. So in clinical trials, skin-clad subjects stayed warmer than those in expeditions versus Army winter gear. Mm. Huh. So it's pretty cool that they basically figured out that that was best for hiking around, moving around, sweating, cooling off, drying off, retaining heat. Like all that kind of science was involved, in a sense, with a very practical very practical yeah, resource yeah. that they used. And it just kind of goes hand-in-hand hand with what a fleece can do right yeah i mean it's probably only downside to that is it's uh abrasion resistance right hence why it's a mid-layer yep. put a rain pant over it a yep. shell a uh a waiter a waiter that's going to protect yeah. it but yep. you get all those attributes of caribou skin that's so her. interesting yeah I like that. So, did you know now, now, now you know now you know <laughs> now you know yeah, yeah. now you know so, uh, so tell us about Versa, like how it started. I mean, you, you said you were trying to find comfortable fleece pants, but there's a lot more that goes into design and development of a product than I just want this thing. <laughs> yes. There's the behind the scenes of the nitty gritty. There's the, the bumps in the road. So elaborate a little bit on that. Uh, <laughs> lots of bumps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the stuff people want to hear about. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, we got those. Um, you want me to take it? I mean, sure. I mean, we're currently in the process of mm -hmm. overcoming a, a bump. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, uh, communication. And like when you're working mm. with certain manufacturers and stuff, there's lots of people. It's like a chain. And sometimes you just, yeah, it's just really hard to find really efficient ways that manufacturers can work in order or like a design house or something in order for you to make sure that what you told the person you're working with who's in charge of your project gets done down the road so that when you get a new sample back we're where we left off and further ahead but we were finding ourselves constantly like two steps back because of a breakdown in the communication so mm. that's yeah frustrating but yeah so we started a couple years ago um in the fleece pants we actually we have a few different things that we haven't even launched yet that we've fully designed and finished and mm. um we just either aren't ready like they're too expensive to manufacture um right now for us or um some of them fabrics we just aren't excited about so we got to figure that out um but the fleece pan is our our first product that we've come out with and um it's your staple it's our staple mm -hmm. we have a regular length and then as soon as we launched it we realized we needed a short length um so we did a really long inseam on these for tall people because it's easier for short people to have a little bit of length than a tall person to not have enough mm -hmm. Um, so then we came out with a short, shorter length, um, of the pants. We have a short petite, um, but we have a few other products we've been working on, like this top that I'm wearing now. Um, oh, yeah, okay. so we've kind of had to change our designers. We have a new design designer that we're working with now. We've mm -hmm. tried to keep everything. Well, we have kept everything in the United States. Mm -hmm. Um, and we're looking for a different manufacturer cause they aren't able to quite That's do, hard to do isn't it? Keep it in the U S yeah. yeah it's, I mean, cost effectively right. and it is logistically really and and <sighs> but with with shipping costs and then i think 
in China, I know I think the wage is going to increase. So it's like long term, it's also probably just, I mean, we prefer and we wanted to keep it in the U.S. from the start anyways. But mm -hmm. then COVID happened and all this other stuff. So we're like, this is obviously uh, the right, chain we're issues. happy we're going on this track. Yeah, because it just yeah. went crazy. But yeah, and it's, I mean, it's still been tough. I mean, to launch in 2020 and then not be able to get fabrics for almost seven months, I mm -hmm. think. And, um that's it's been yeah. a challenging time to start uh something that yeah, really kind of going against chain. the grain like, <laughs> yeah. like all that yeah there's already challenges in developing right. something and launching and marketing yeah. and all that stuff but <laughs> you can't make enough yeah efficiently then yeah and you're trying to move stuff and trying to make capital right, right. gets yeah. tough <laughs> it does yeah for sure and um like I said, right now we're trying to find a new manufacturer and it's always tricky because even if it's in the U.S., a lot of times they don't speak English. So there's that language barrier and a lot of stuff gets um, kind of left behind or we'll get samples and be like, you didn't even use the right material. Oh, wow. <laughs> How is this possible? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Our last one came back and I was like, I, mean, I can tell from the picture that you sent me before you sent me this, they used the wrong material. I mean, it's yeah. just, so, um, we're kind of figuring that battle. So this last, I don't know, maybe like six months been kind of like a little bit of a step back for us. We've had this top pretty much designed for since October, we thought it was done and now mm. trying to find a new manufacturer. So we've had plenty of bumps, but at some point we're going to iron them all out and we'll be able Absolutely. to do what we want to do. Mm -hmm. And we have a lot of products and things in our heads that we want to do. So, yeah. um, that top you got on is awesome. Thank you. Thanks. I like it. I just noticed it also has the thumb holes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so. for people that are just watching, that seems like the arms and then the top, maybe above the chest, is fleece. Yep. So what's the bottom? So this is more of a sweat wicking material. And I, I like wanted a synthetic. Yeah, so I wanted this top because mostly for when I'm backcountry skiing, mm. it's you got to take your your layers off because you get hot going up but a lot of times it's still windy and i mean same with any hiking i just i don't like to hike <laughs> um so i only did in the winter um but you need something a, a base layer and then you want to take your jacket off but then your arms get cold so i wanted something that was sweat wickling where you know your packs on your back so it kind of comes up higher oops sorry comes up higher sure. in the back and then um where you're hot and sweaty it's a sweat wicking material oh. keeps your arms and your chest warm because this is where the wind hits yeah um and then we've got it's kind of like a buff around your face yeah that's the most cool part, part about yeah it. well i can here let me put the hood on yeah, let's see. and yeah, then yeah, is the back does it line go all the way to the back like that or is it you said it goes down a little bit more you go full ninja oh that's nice yeah but can yeah, you turn yeah, around can i see the back yeah Okay, oh, yeah. so it goes around. Yep. Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. It goes full all the way. Yeah. yeah that's, that's cool. Yeah, so we wanted to... Uh, so if you're stuck up in the wind for a little bit yeah. or, you know, hike in a windy area... <laughs> we should have had that video <laughs> that you sent me. She was testing it out, and the wind was blowing. Oh, you couldn't hear anything but the wind on the camera. And yeah. just... And I was good. I'm good. In place, yeah. You put your, your, my hat on, and then it stays around yeah. your face. And it stays... Since it's got the elastic around your face, it it stays on and um it's got a little room for your ponytail in the back i know you guys have that issue all the time but yeah um, i'm always getting the hair out of my eyes you tough, know, like, oh, you know it's always just in the way <laughs> yeah so this is a this is an older um prototype it's a little bit longer now we've changed some other things but um yeah we're hoping to have this one come out and then a more of a more of a men's friendly version nice. um after that so that looks yeah. like a great 
piece for, I just, we're talking about Kenai and Russian fishing. A lot of times you'll get on that river and obviously you're in the cold water for hours, but you'll get a breeze that'll start coming down and it just cuts. Yeah. You don't need a jacket, but you want something light. That would be perfect to throw on, throw yeah. the hood on and just keep your body heat and warmth. And it's just like one layer over a base layer or like mm-hmm. a nice merino wool t-shirt or something like that. Yeah. I call it the opposite of a vest. Yeah. Because a vest is great for certain scenarios. It is the opposite of a vest. But I don't wear a vest. I don't know. What about that paired with a vest? Uh, It's great. It's a great pair of vests. I am the king of vest accessorizing. I'm a vestie. I got got vests on vests. Vests of the whole world. You just wear arms. All right. Yeah, I wear it fishing all this, I mean, I've yeah. had I've had a prototype for almost two years now, and I I wear them for everything. I'm quite spoiled. I um, do the chicken chores in it. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Was the early morning? Yeah. yeah. Well, during the winter, yeah. So I had the Versa pants on and that, and it was match made in heaven. Just perfect. Great. Oh yeah. 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 It's kind of crop toppy. It, this one is um, initially we had it a little shorter because I didn't want to have to tuck in all of my layers into my snow pants or yeah. whatever you're wearing. Yeah. Um, so we had it a little bit shorter, but then we just, we decided to go a little bit longer just because most people don't want a cropped top and don't un- maybe realize that it's just so you don't have to tuck it in cause you already have layers. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did go a little bit longer. This one's an older prototype, but yeah. um, to give them the option if mm-hmm. they want to tuck it in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, a lot of people that's not their protocol. So, that's yeah. okay. Do you have the one that connects down here? All the way to the bottom of your... Oh, shit. Yeah. That's coming. <laughs> I'm just wondering, when are you guys going to make a onesie? Dude, I'm I mean, yeah. Onesies. I mean, I just mean, give me a onesie and I'll put a See, everybody put a likes shell on onesies, good, but I, my biggest issue is, how does one go to the bathroom? Well, that's where you got to make the, the butt, butt flap. Butt flap. Butt flap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Got to make the men's version front flap. Yeah. Women version back flap. <laughs> <laughs> Well, don't we all have great ideas? All flap, (laughs) (laughs) one big flap. (laughs) How how did the name Versa come up? Well, when we were versatile, yeah, Mm -hmm. that's part of it. But Mm -hmm. um, we had a different name at first, and then when Val ended up going forward with just with kicks, like because that was kicking off, you know. Mm. (laughs) Um, Nicely done. I know. We're like, why don't we just? Since we're we haven't launched yet, let's just yeah. go ahead and figure out a new name because it's still really hard to find names. So that's like that was was that the hardest part? Oh, for us. Oh, 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 I'm sure you guys struggle with it dogs, too. Dogs, kids, so, businesses, yeah. 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 everything. Name is <laughs> difficult. Names let's is just important. say there was a lot of like 1:30 a.m. random get up and go pee. How? What about this one? Yeah. 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 And yeah. I wake up. And like, oh yeah. That's, that's, let's add that and this and this. Yeah. So I was like texting. And I just randomly was like, or vice versa. And then I was like, oh, wait, <laughs> I like that versa because it just works. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And all our stuff is kind of, you can wear it this way or, you know, the other way, vice versa. So mm-hmm. it worked out perfectly. She and it wasn't it. taken. And it wasn't taken. And it wasn't taken. That we know. Yeah. Well, and it made a great logo. Um, yeah. Is that uh, your work, Cheney? Yes. That's yeah. beautiful. Thank for people you. that know, you are also a... What's the technical graphic word? designer? Mm-hmm. Graphic designer. Sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> design graphics. Yeah, I'll just call it that. Yeah. She's an artist of many types. Okay. She just has that mind, mm-hmm. that talent. 
yeah the creative well, stuff. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of uh, less is more in terms of logo mm-hmm. and branding. So it's something that sears in your mind and it's simple mm-hmm. versus like too busy and it's clean and simple and it's got the logo with the A at the end and I think it's thank you I I dig it um yeah I like the you don't the, forget the it. triangles what's the colors it was like that it was like oh no no this has got to be the color so yeah. random well when there was three of us it, so we did it oh. just to honor the three of us so we each picked a color like our favorite color random and it was, oh. yeah and they yeah. all were jewel tones and they all fit together so it we're was, like perfect oh perfect so that so, was an organic yeah design mm-hmm. part what color okay. is this? That's well, oh, that's spice berry. <laughs> spice berry. Okay. That's what I would call it. Oh, wow, yeah. that was me. Blue. This blue is me. Yeah, it's my favorite color. Not blue. Well, it's like an emerald. Emerald blue. Yeah, yeah. it's got to be fancier. Yeah, than just blue. sorry, my mistake. And this one. <laughs> it's like a. Uh, I'm the artist. I should know. Uh, forest green. Yeah. But yeah. N- but kind of like a tealish tint. Can I see to that it. again? Yeah. So it's like a blue green kind of mm. color. Yeah, mm-hmm. but not quite teal. Yeah. yeah, I've noticed. Um, it's like sapphire because we, we were talking about sapphire. Haley from. There uh, there's lady owned Toyotas. That's a group, oh. um, and they have a series of. I don't know if it's triangles or arrows. Oh yeah. Um, maybe it's lashes, but it's three it's colors right too. It's vertical. Oh really? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, that black card right there. And so yeah, all like one. ladies that are part of that group, they'll have that somewhere on their on their on Toyotas. Their okay. Okay. Cool. I'll have to keep an eye out for that. That's cool. Yeah. It's pretty rad. You oh. got a Toyota? No, but I'll keep, oh. like look for it on. Toyota's. Yeah, you'll see it once yeah. you see. You buy, it, you're like, you oh, buy a new a... Sequoia next year. <laughs> <laughs> My mom's got one. Maybe I should get yeah. one. There you go. Yeah, and the triangles—they kind of they spurred from mountains and angles and mm-hmm. um, that kind of stuff. So yeah, yeah. What I will say that's probably the most unique thing about your guys's pants um, is that waistband material that is also on the cuff. Uh, mm-hmm. on the cuff on the ankle cuff. Mm-hmm. Which kind of makes it like a jogger, which is really in fashion mm. right now. <laughs> yeah, um, I still have some ghetto old <laughs> s- sweatpants that are just like straight leg, you know, <laughs> style. Like I can't, I just, just wear them in the house. On the bottom, I can't be cool going to a hockey game like these guys wearing their Lulus and all <laughs> other stuff. So th- I really like that. One day. But the waist is <laughs> like he's warming up. Yeah, yeah, and then like this really accentuates the butt, his, uh, the behind. Yes. I'd say, which is probably a main curve. factor with the curve yeah. yes yes the curve um but the high waistband like that's got to be comfortable it is and it you know you don't want to be bending over and then your backside showing and it's cold you know oh, oh that's a very vulnerable feeling it is it's not pleasant especially oh. if you're out in like the snow and, and layered and layered and you, mm. your snow pants come down a little bit and you're mm-hmm. no nobody wants that so yeah the high waistband is, um, and it's more comfortable, especially for, you know, we initially designed these for ladies, men wear them too, but um, nobody wants a tight waistband on your waist, especially if you're, you're like wearing it for hours Or like a drawstring thing. Yeah, yeah like it, it cuts it in. Cuts. It's yeah. so uncomfortable. And then if you're layering under things, or if you're out adventuring all day, you're bending down, stepping, whatever, it's, it's so uncomfortable to have something tight around yeah. your waist. So that's why we wanted a flat waistband um, and something you could slide on over other thing, base layers really easily, like if you had a legging on or something like that, and then also under things. So mm. the flat waistband was was key and then we have the same material it's kind of a fleecy material on the inside of the pockets and they keep your hands nice and warm if they get chilly and then they also kind of dry it off Mm -hmm. so is the band fleece also Mm -hmm. like an elastic fleece Mm -hmm. yeah 
Yeah, it's just a much lighter one. Okay. Yeah, and I like your guys' seam placement because seam in an active piece of... Um, mm, good dig. Yeah, it can really like grind on your skin. You know yeah. what I mean? Like a rub point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it looks like that, elimin- especially the wide waistband, eliminates that altogether. Well, the, also, the nice thing about them is the pleats on the knees or the darts. Mm. Oh, so, kind of articulated oh, there. Especially when you're, again, layered and something mm. a little more stiff or whatever. Like, it just having that flexibility is oh, really nice. Yeah, it doesn't bind as much. Nope. Yeah. This fleece is, oh. I mean, it, it stretches, really nice but design. it doesn't stretch a lot. So, we, you needed a little bit extra room in the knees so that... You got some bend in there. Move a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not feel so restricted. Yeah, I mean, looking at some of the images and, and videos and stuff, I mean, they look... I've gotten into the jogger game. Yeah. You know, I was mentioning before We're the gonna show. We're going to get you of, in a pair. You're going to like it. Excuse me. I need some, too, because the old grays... I don't even know what you call those sweatpants. They're like just straight leg. Like there's no taper uh, at the bottom. They they call it the butt crack alert. Oh, see? (laughs) That eliminates Eliminates. There's no butt crack coming out of that. And no one, you're wearing a shirt. No one sees the waistband anyway. So you're comfortable and no one knows. I I I might want people to know. (laughs) I might. You just flap your shirt up and they can't even see your stomach. (laughs) What is the selfie where you, from behind? What do you call that? There's a behind selfie? I'm trying to admit it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I was going to say, someone on I know okay, TikTok has that one. That yeah, go back. The one, that one. That there. one there? Yeah. But somebody else took someone that. Someone else took that. You want, it, you want that to be a selfie. <laughs> yeah. You, you got to have a mirror, maybe. Just huh? stick. Oh, yeah, a the mirror. stick back there. Yeah, you got to have a mirror. <laughs> Angle down. A selfie stick and hold it upside down. Yeah, they need to create that. The back. The back. Oh, man. The back stick selfie. Funny. Something. Well, I, as Daniel mentioned, the jogger thing is coming to fashion. Yeah, for fashion, but it is really functional and comfortable. Yeah. I've got a couple of pairs. I got into the Lulu game. My daughters and wife <laughs> went and bought them and gave them to me as gifts and said, you're wearing these. And I'm like, I don't know, man. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> <Like in> yoga pants. <laughs> of course, that's just the caveman knucklehead man like narrative mindset of that and then you put them on you're like there's so much more put your not- <laughs> yeah you put some sneakers on you're like oh shit okay throw yeah. a flat bill on okay like <laughs> <laughs> it's coming together oh, i'm like shit. okay <laughs> she's like you ain't leaving the house with that <laughs> uh, but th- these have a very similar fit um yep. an athletic fit the jogger fit so they they serve a Functional purpose, but also the the styles there, mm-hmm. which is very important, right? You gotta. That's the other thing we wanted too. We didn't. A lot of times in Alaska, you're coming in from a weekend or a night, whatever, doing some activity. And you come into town and you want to go to dinner, go to the grocery store, or something like that. You don't want to look like a slob. Yeah, yeah. You know, which we do anyways, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> so these actually look nice, and especially some fitted pants on, man. Come on, you look good. You know, well, yeah. right now. <laughs> It's the only pants that fit, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about your pink pants in particular, but no, I mean, I get what you're saying. You can just roll it out of the truck, yeah. the camping trip, the whatever, yeah. and roll into the store and you're kind of put together. Yeah. Uh, that makes a lot of sense because like 
I just did the fish and trip or you mm-hmm. go with the waiters mm-hmm. and I jump in the truck. I take the waiters off, but I have just like the long johns. Right. I'll call them long johns, yeah. but I can't go in no store with the, no, no, that thing. That's offensive. I mean, you, you can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, my solution was basketball shorts. Yeah, but, it's, but, but it's, it's a look. It's, that's it's dorky. I mean, no, no, get yeah. me. I mean, I wasn't the going huge in. huge below the knees. No, no, not the end ones. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like some Under Armors or Nike, you know. I know the look. Yeah. Yeah, no, not those ones. Oh, man, Jesus, that'd yeah. be terrible. You see, you could just slide these on over your long johns. Over the long jump. Yeah. Oh. Or that's the, initially was the whole plan. They do run a little bit big because bec- I, I like to wear like a, just a legging and then I throw these on over them. So um, there's space. So when you go for sizing, do you have it by like inseam and waist length or is it like mm-hmm. large, extra large? We have it's, waist, hip, and inseam. Well, on our, on our um, size chart, but if you're looking just on the website, it'll be small, medium, large, and the inseams. So we have 32 inches, our regular, and then 27 just 27 and three quarters for the short and three quarters. It's random, but it actually is a science. Um, (laughs) So what would I wear? You'd wear regular unless you're under five, five. I don't suggest you wear the shorts, which you're not a regular large. Yeah, probably a regular. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So regular is the length. Large, regular length. Yes. Regular length. Large waist, regular length. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, see, I, that's where pants get me, especially um, hunting pants or outfitter pants. Well, we were just talking about the waiters thing. Oh, right. Yeah, we're like, well, what size am I? I'm like, mm. well, I'm a large and everything, but I, you, and I, was saying you're, I would say you're XL because you're six foot tall. And I was tall. like, hold up. Yeah, you know? see, that doesn't... XL. But then you're this wide and yeah. well, that's, still, that's, that's annoying. Yeah. So... All of ours are the same. So if you get a regular length, they're all the same inseam length. Mm-hmm. If you hold them up next to each other, they'll be a little bit different because the seam from like the crotch to the top changes per size. Mm-hmm. But the inseam length is the same. Um, okay. And that's kind of, I'm not sure with waiters and stuff like that, but a lot of times it's oh, yeah. kind of the same. A, those are bigger. Yeah. But yeah. They get wider. They don't necessarily get longer. Um, so our tops actually will get longer, but... Um, and then the shorts or the shorter length, they're all just the same inseam. Well, it's always forward. finding the waist size is just nailed, but then the inseam is, okay, these are a little like an inch long. Yeah. And every once in a while I get a regular that's, oh, my God, it fits my inseam length perfectly. Yeah. It's it's kind of, a, I mean, it's not tailored stuff. So yeah, it's one size fits all when it comes to that, like, regular thing. But I find that I'm really kind of like a 30 inseam. Mm-hmm. Between a thirty and thirty-two just depends. Well, the and nice or the nice thing though about the cuffs is because of how long they are and the type of fabric they are. If you are like, if it's a little bit long, the inseam, if it's bunching, like it's not uncomfortable. So, it's or, or it's not awkwardly bunched. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, up on the bottom, okay. right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Like I'm five. I'm five five. They this. I wear the regular length. I mean, we have friends and customers up to five or sorry six two. And we all wear the same. Oh, it yeah. all, oh wow. That it's was actually universal in that sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another funny thing, though, is when it was me, Val, and Aaron, and we were measuring our inseams to send over to the design people to figure out what length we wanted for the pant. We were all the same inseam, even though we're different heights. So we're like, oh. let's just do it's this inseam. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Kind of interesting. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. more the torso that changes on people. And so 
much so as the inseam. Yeah. I did not know that before getting into this. <laughs> yeah, because you said 32. I'm like, that's what I am. Yeah. Right. But I'm taller than you. I mean, 32 yeah. is kind of like but a generic. A generic torso. Yeah. You're just longer yeah. body. I yeah. thought it was all legs. I'm really, I'm really more of a 30, <laughs> 31. Because there are some pants you can order. You're real funny. <laughs> <laughs> there, are, there, there are some pants you can order that are, you know, 31 length. And yeah. that get very, very specific. Right. It's like a 30 is actually kind of like my true, but there are some 32s. I just kind of have to roll the bottom up. You pr- you wouldn't you have know? to roll these. I don't yeah. have to roll them. I mean, if you're five, I'm five, eight. Yeah. So I'm not like be fine. towering yeah. taller. I think that would probably be They're kind of a perfect. magical pant. I don't know how we how just, they do just it, but all they just fits all like, body types, yeah, just, just right. Very versatile. Well, very I'm versatile. looking at your. Ooh. I'm looking at the images. <laughs> I'm looking at the images, and I mean, I see like a little bit of a the extension bit. bunch in the knee, but yeah. like mm-hmm. that's that difference of the guy that's five eight, yep. and then that fills in, but it still looks fine. Those mm-hmm. are actually also an extra extra small size on me, oh, wow. and so they were a little tight that day. A little snug. Oh, so you have the fuchsia, or uh, what'd you call it? That's definitely fuchsia. That was that no. Was, she in said a different color. It looks like that. Wild berry. Oh, spice berry. Uh, that was actually a red color in okay. person. Yeah. But, okay. Um, oh, the we well, only kind of like a maroon kind of color. So. Got yeah. it. So that's the colors that you guys offer. Um, right now, yeah, we had we had those. We only had, like I said, we have like an extra extra small and an extra extra large um, left of those. There's not many. And then this fall, we're hoping to have some more colors. Um, that was the V2. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So our our first version, um, we we changed them a little bit, and I'm I'm sure you know at some point we'll probably have V3. Who knows? But um, we they we changed the direction of the material that was on the waistband. It was the slick side out and we wanted it to be a little bit warmer and then also help it to stay up. Cause this um, fleecy side kind of grabs your skin a little bit better. So um, that's the only change on them actually. Mm. So yeah. yeah, but just change the face of the fabric. As yeah. Well. Which we can probably drop that. V2 Did you guys bring some so we can try them on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You, have, you have some sizes for us. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I'm not not gonna try them on now. <laughs> <laughs> she, I wondered too, man. I was like, is, is this like, could I get away with this? Like, I mean, because I love apparel. Yeah, I'm a big time apparel geek. I love, I love weekend, I love weekend <laughs> clothes, hoodies and and pants, and give me something fresh and new to wear to the you know the kids' basketball game. Oh, the, I thought you were gonna say the club. <laughs> <laughs> oh no no no! Yeah, I, got club, yeah. I got club pants. There's got to be one in town. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, pants. I just most of the time I'm I'm chilling in casual gear. Yeah. At the house, and I like to be versatile. <laughs> yeah. So, mm. These go. are very versatile. They're great for sitting around the house or do, doing any act outdoor activities. I've I've found that I wear them almost every day in the winter because yeah. I walk mm-hmm. the, put them on to walk the dogs. Yeah. If you get, stand up to snow into your knees, you don't they even just get seem wet. To work, right? just, yeah, they just yeah. flying. Oh yeah, great for flying. Plane is the best because you know, like you get super uncomfortable when you're in the plane. I don't know. I just get oh, oversensitive, yeah. and I'm like everything. I don't know. So wearing those. Well, it's like it's getting the plane. It's cold. Then it gets hot. Yeah. And then it's cold again. And then you get off the plane to a spot that's cold. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But if you're wearing. Maybe or swapping out into like say you go to Hawaii and you're you go to the airport in February, mm-hmm. it's ten below. Right. right. Jump on the plane, mm. strip those off. Right. Throw on some nice shorts. Now you jump mm. off the plane. Yeah. You know, it's coming go. right up. Isn't coming it? up. It you could probably wear the shorts. It feels like perfect for that. Yeah, wear the yeah, shorts yeah. under. Yeah, under. Yeah, you yeah. absolutely can't. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 
But yeah, it, I want some. I, no, yeah. that, that, you I, know. I'm so, just saying, because, like, I get super uncomfortable on planes and stuff. And so I was like, I'm so happy I have these I right have now. a <laughs> pair of pants. They're my airplane pants. Yeah. I have the same. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Yep. Straight up. That's the thing. You got, yeah, I have an out, outfit, the whole thing. This yeah. is what I wear yeah, because every it, time I fly. Because <laughs> it is, I mean, it's already uncomfortable as it is. There's yeah. just a lot going on, and yeah. who knows who you're sitting by, and like <laughs> what happens at the airport. So it's just like, God, yeah. that's so true. <laughs> is, is there different? Um, Very true. Obviously, there's different fleeces, maybe like thicknesses or mm -hmm. breathability wise. Um, like, what? How did you guys decide on what this exact? Which is really soft and really nice, but there's like the bubbly kind. Mm -hmm. There's like, I don't know this if you guys have ever been lure. to know, like velour. It's an anti-pill, yeah. Okay. Anti-pill. It's a, it's a, it's a pretty expensive fleece, um, mm. but it, we've tried several, and it is the best one, and that's what we want. You know, I want to wear something that's yeah. actually going to work, and it's nice and comfortable and lasts, um, and it's pretty, this one is fairly wind-resistant and water-resistant, which is also why we like it. It's kind of how we landed on that one. Mm -hmm. We do have a different fleece that we're using for our top just because we tried it with this one, and it's too thick. Yeah, so oh, it's okay. too bulky. Well, on elaborate there. a little bit on that, because mm -hmm. in my really just simple-minded outlook on fleece, I'm thinking fleece is fleece is fleece, right? <clears throat> but then there's like polar tech mm -hmm. fleece, and then it's a synthetic material. But mm -hmm. what sets fleeces apart? What is the... Well, I just remember the old school fleece. Maybe you can elaborate when you answer the question. Yeah. Um, like after you'd wear it for like a year, it get like those like balls. Mm -hmm. You get all mm -hmm. like balled up and it just yeah. seems stretched like this. out. And you said you've been wearing that yeah. for a long Pilling. time. It doesn't. Yeah, it's not so like, it's like doing that. Two years old, maybe. But you know yeah, what I'm talking about, right? Oh, the I old school know what you're ones. You, you yeah, rub and it gets on like stuff up and, yeah. and kind of matted. Maybe by almost. the elbows yeah. too. Yeah. Maybe get really thin in yep. certain spots. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I mean, over time, if you're washing these, I mean, we have several people that have had theirs for two years and they're getting new pairs because they wear them every day or, you know, if they're yeah, working I mean, in them, you know, like they will get a little bit. I, these don't pill no, no, but no they no. do get a little bit matted over time if you wear them and well, wash them all the time i mean here's the thing is i personally like i wear mine all the time and i have several pairs the only time i actually notice that there's been a shift in the way it feels is if i'm putting on like a brand new pair and i'm like yeah oh yeah, yeah. so yeah. the different yeah. it's it's not like mm. it, you don't actually notice it's only mm -hmm. when you have like a comparison like side by side you're like oh okay mm -hmm. oh, this like one's you the you one. know once mm -hmm. you put on new pairs of pants or a sweatshirt They're or a hoodie really you're like in. oh this yeah. is yeah. brand mm -hmm. new soft um it's still tell. soft but like i've only really ever noticed like oh i've i've been wearing mine like every day for like two years when i tried on a new mm -hmm. pair and i'm like yeah yeah that, well, again, like I said, like this is a pretty ex expensive fabric, yeah, and it does hold up better yeah. than a lot of those ones that you're talking about. Yeah, the old school ones. Mm -hmm. What about maintaining like its fit, like its elasticity? Mm -hmm. um, because a lot of those old ones, like you'd wear it out, next thing you know, it's just like a square. Huge. You know, yeah, yeah, bags out. You you sleep in it on the <laughs> twist around a few times and stretch things yeah. out, right? Yeah, um, the waistband does stretch out a little bit and that's like i said we might have Naturally. a v3 that comes out at some point um we're trying to come up with a different method for um it's called the interfacing and how you fuse this that's mm. a little bit stiffer sounds bad but it's a little bit stiffer and it doesn't um quite stretch out mm. it doesn't stretch out a ton Give but it's more longevity exactly mm. yeah i don't just keep it a little bit tighter um so 
we're working on that, that which is part of the reason we're looking for, or we've been trying to get a new manufacturer that can do what we exactly want to do. Exactly what your vision is. Yeah. Yeah. So we got the pants. Mm-hmm. We got the, um, is there a name for that? Um, no, we don't have a name for it yet. We've that's, just been calling like it secret. the hiking yeah. top while yeah. we work on it, but we don't have an official the name. The havesy? Yeah, the havesy, <laughs> the, the <laughs> opposite of a vest. Would you yeah. guys be what opposed to us helping name it? No. I mean, we got... The names that we've been coming yeah, up we with. Got, yeah, we got... good at this. Like, it takes yeah. a community. You know, <laughs> we need to know what is the opposite of the vest. Well, the first Spell thing that comes to mind is... There you go. Um, <laughs> a, like quarter zip or top, like the anorak is okay. a common, yeah, like mm. a jacket. And so that that's the first thing that came to mind was something very like Versarac. No, no, Ooh. definitely not that. But we'll we'll table it. God, okay, we'll table show's it. over. We're, we're obviously very creative <laughs> with our just oh, fleece pants. Yeah, <laughs> fleece pant. Um, yeah. but you guys also have beanies. Yep, oh, that's right. a local, yeah. another local gal that made the beanies for us. Okay, so is there fleece on the inside of those? No, but the goals. Yeah, I'd okay. love to do that. Um, oh, I like the side tag. The side tag with the like. Uh, yeah, so that's sure. her tag. The patch. Yeah. The patch. Okay, the patch. So My bad. Yeah. Okay. There's um, probably a good view of it. Jack of all crochets. crochets yeah. 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 So she did those for us, and that obviously it's. Um, in each of our the colors of our triangles and oh um okay. we kind of cool. did those because we wanted something that was branded for ourselves and we thought it'd be cool to do it with someone local um mm-hmm. so we did some for for sale as well so oh it's uh, marina wool yeah nice oh yep. wow cool yeah so they're they're super warm too and mm-hmm. um we have the um ponytail hats as well so they've got oh the ball caps the ball mm-hmm. caps so yeah. they've got a big slit up the back and then they're velcro so that us ladies can put our hair in there if you've already oh. if you try to put a ponytail, ponytail in uh hat. something that doesn't have velcro or doesn't have a slit up the back it's a real pain yeah so, i've never yeah no again not a problem for no, you huh no, that's no, so weird no, no. i actually did have long hair in high school i had the soccer hair where it was shaved underneath and it was long on top oh, oh, oh the tips. what a look like, really likes to remind <laughs> me about that <laughs> Yeah, oh, I'm okay. Gonna get, I'm gonna yeah. get one, a couple of these for my my daughters because I'm like, oh, that's pro, cool. I am well, pro. Ponytail. Is it like Velcro on the back so you can tighten it as Dude, tight as you guy. want? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Then you can tighten it, and then you know, trying to like stuff your ponytail and then bring the hat forward, and then all your hair is in front of your face. It's, oh yeah, yeah. It's and a, it's always it's situated low too. <laughs> right. So if you wear a yeah. higher ponytail mm-hmm. or even like a giant clip. Yeah, can, yeah it works it. with that too. Mm-hmm. Have they come out with the beanie that has the ponytail? They have them. They do have them. Um, we don't have any of those. You never know. Next year, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. But, um, yeah, we don't have that. the beanie. I'm a little indifferent about that. The beanie yeah. Look, yeah. I think the beanie with the the ponytail out of it looks weird. So a little silly. But yeah. I mean, to each their own. Exactly. Yeah. But True. True. Yeah. That's why if we like to have things that we, we utilize. That you wear. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, the thing that we come up behind. with because we get a lot of, like, you guys don't have any curve bills. I was like, well, we don't wear curve yeah. bills. <laughs> Which we are going to have some yeah, for yeah. all my curve yeah, right, right, out there. Right, right. Yeah. We're not there. hating on you boys out there. Yeah, but first, and especially as you know, a new business and stuff like that, you can't have everything that you want. You got to play right with away. the cash that you've got. So exactly. you got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know, slow build. Who knows? Maybe we will. But yes. So yeah. I was thinking about uh, we were talking about material longevity and um, you know, fleece is relatively gentle material uh for the skin obviously but not super abrasive resistant custom uh, uh, i'm sorry wash and care um i've gotten really big into 
certain detergents mm-hmm. um, and brands that I use for soft shells, rain gear, mm-hmm. some of my outdoor gear that I, I only wash with certain detergents and I don't use wool light or tide or anything like that. Do you guys recommend something specific to wash your gear or I'm sure it has a standard wash cycle that you could recommend, but for really the longevity of a material, if you use special detergents, it lasts a long time. Is there something that you guys recommend or have tried or messed around with? I don't have a particular <coughs> brand or something exact as far as detergent, but I, yeah, I agree. Not using something that's super harsh. That's going to mm. break it down. Um, I use like a really light one on all of our clothes and it, yeah. it helps. You can also hang dry them. They dry really fast. Sure. It's fleece. It's fleece. It dries super fast. The mm-hmm. cuffs and the waistband are, will take a little bit longer, but yeah. um, a lot of people air dry them. I just throw mine in the dryer. Yeah, and they're oh, they don't shrink up? No. no. Oh. For two mm-hmm. years, been washing really? and drying just, it. Just wash and dry. At like least old. once a week, but probably two my times wife. a week. Yeah. yeah. Dries my hoodies that she wants. Oh, she... Oh, she incinerates them, shrinks them. That's and she gets smart. Them. Mm-hmm. But yeah. also, is that for you? I was like, you didn't win this soccer championship. <laughs> now I can't wear. Oh, no. <laughs> Do they look better on her? Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's cooking bacon on Saturday morning, just yeah. splattering. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. uh, don't worry about this. It's my favorite it's one. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I love, I'm a gear geek and. I'm also frugal when it comes to mm-hmm. buying things and wanting it to last a long time, last a long time. So I do my own laundry. Love it. My wife doesn't do my own laundry. I've never had anybody do my own laundry since my mom, maybe back in like elementary school. But I, I deal with it because I want my clothes to last. I hang dry my stuff. Uh, tech wash. If you can just get REI mm-hmm. or, or Barney's or, mm-hmm. you know, they they carry it's, it's a technical gear wash typically yeah. for washing your rain gear. And then you can then use another, uh, what do you call it? It's not really a detergent. It's kind of like a DWR wash material that yep. you can then wash mm-hmm. the gear again. But what I found is the tech wash itself is so versatile to, in washing, you know, your hoodies, your active gear. It's very light. Is that because like certain fabrics have like uh, the chem? They have a yeah, coating. DWR. They have coating. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. it protects that number one, and that's okay. what turned me on to it. Was okay. you know you buy a two hundred and fifty dollar mm-hmm. pair of hunting pants, and yeah. they come with a DWR treated yep. coating on it. Yeah. You wear them like a whole season, and then there's this trip where you get a bunch of blood on it mm-hmm. from yeah. a kill, and you're like, ah, oh, no. Yeah. Now I got to wash these things, and then you really are washing that factory coat off like mm-hmm. no matter yep. what you do but what i found with the tech wash not is only nix is that the brand yeah yeah nick Nick's, you find that that's Nick's, better than the other ones i haven't tried anything else i just love the tech wash okay. i buy it by the big jugs now yeah. and i wash anything that i want to like deodorize okay and or i'm using for like skin to skin it, it just, it doesn't smell like a wool light or a detergent. Yeah. <clears throat> it it doesn't discolor your your gear. You know, mm. the, so like the dark blues and grays and blacks where it starts to lighten, really lighten it. And fleece is one of those things that washing it enough times it discolors. Mm-hmm. Not saying your pants does just, yeah. I've had North Face fleeces and Patagonia fleeces and everything else. But um, I probably would recommend because it's, a, you know, primarily idea. a synthetic wash. Yeah. Is really what it's designed for. And... I would say if you're buying that, and 
maybe just something to think about too is developing as you develop this really cool uh, exclusive gear, maybe something for custom care and washing and something to kind of go along with it when you're selling folks the gear they can buy this wash with. I love it. I I have that stuff and I've never even thought about using it on something that wasn't rain care. I I use it on my like hoodies. What is Um, NYX? NYX Wax. That's all wash. Yep. Yeah, there's another yep. brand that I got at Barney's that works really good. Mm-hmm. Um, probably similar to that. Yeah. Um, and what is it's like Bodyguard or something? Well, I just I noticed that it just doesn't do the wear and tear of a regular detergent. And yeah. Then nothing shrinks mm-hmm. and discolors, and then it kind of gives it on a revitalizing it type Ooh. thing. Yeah. No, it's a, that's a big deal because there's a lot of fabrics. I mean, even not just not just ring gear and things like that. There's a lot of fabrics that have a coating on them. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. As, as Channy mentioned earlier, you go and slip something on and it feels new. Mm-hmm. I've, I wash all my Alaska Wild Project hoodies that I use out in the field and I just want them to look good. And I want the, I don't want the um, uh, screen print to crack, mm-hmm. which is a lot of the drying part, but just the detergents can deteriorate that stuff. And yeah. Mm-hmm. All my stuff still looks crispy new, and it fits and feels like that. So I'm pretty it, sure it's because of the wash. How is it on like sensitive skin then? It, it, that's another thing too. It does not bother not me. I'm not sensitive at all, but it already has like a. I don't. It's it's like you wash it in that, and then you hang it, and then it air dries. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me, and it just has no smell mm. or doesn't. Mm. Doesn't um, it's not like when you wash something in like Tide yeah. or something that it just smells. You, know, like, you like walk past yeah. somebody in the hall and you're like, whoa, Ooh. you can smell their detergent. Yeah, you, it's opposite of that. Okay, oh, okay, yeah. Right. So, good. Pro, Learned pro something. tip, if you will. Yeah, yeah, that's a hot tip. <laughs> hot, tip. hot tip, not pro. <laughs> hot tip. No pros around here. Um, hot yeah. tips for sure. Any other products in the works? Mm. In the works that we can talk about? Mm. Ooh. Pro- no, not right now. Okay. Yeah. The next I mean, we got we yeah we got plenty of plenty of things we want to do and ideas mm-hmm. and where we want to go, but we got to get this uh, new design design team and then the yeah. manufacturing hammered out first. Once this one is good mm-hmm. to go with the manufacturers, because we still have to get size sets and stuff, mm-hmm. um, we're gonna probably do a different version of it, like right off the bat, because yeah. there won't be much tweaking involved. So yeah, it should be a pretty mm-hmm. easy. They can since just we have produce. The base. And got it. Mm-hmm. Get it what about yeah. colors? Yeah, yeah, we definitely want to do colors. Um, hoping to have a couple colors of the pant this fall. Um, where we'd like to order material like three weeks ago, but yeah. since we aren't sure on our manufacturer where we're gonna end up sending them to, we can't really order the material necessarily. So, um, that's kind of a hang up. Yeah. But are we going with maybe some gray. more like gray? Crazy, so like, like maybe like more crazy designs, or, or just like all color, like straight <laughs> colors. Just straight colors. I mean, it, we've kind of played with the idea of doing multiple like something tones and for some things. The mm-hmm. cuff. Oh, yeah. Okay. That okay. way, if we yeah. do different fleece, it'll go with the waistband. Mm-hmm. But we're still stewing still on that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and there's yeah. certain materials like this particular material. So for this pant, this you can't sublimate on. Yeah. So this oh, is okay. color only. Mm-hmm. Um, the waistband, though, um, not this particular one. We could change the material to something that's really similar. Next, yeah, I could see Daniel with like an emerald waistband with yeah. a gray pant. Mm. Really beautiful. I was thinking light gray with a dark <laughs> pant. <laughs> a light gray. gray waistband? Yeah. Uh, we have that. 
um, that was in a our prototype. First version, yeah. Ooh. Or mm. our prototype. Yeah, they were. Yeah. I have a pair that I wear all the time. Yeah, yeah. I do too. But um, um, you guys just rock those protos all day. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You can't. <laughs> you can't. This is one time yeah. only. This is a one time that. only. I mean, that's pretty cool, though. It's exclusive. It is. Like, you ain't going to Walmart and buying these. We have <laughs> of this top. You wouldn't even. I think we have eight or nine, to, which is way too many. There should only be like two three, or two three or three. I think we're at seven or eight different prototypes of this top and just you know, got a little out of control. Yeah, well, we had to try a different, <laughs> couple different materials at first because we thought we wanted something a lot lighter, and then those materials were hard no, and then um, and then we had to change. We changed from this material, and, that, and then we had to redesign because it changed mm. the fit. So oh. then we basically like started over. <laughs> yeah, so. back to the drawing mm-hmm. board. Yeah, and then um, we switched manufacturers. They their programming couldn't read our our uh, file types, so then we had to redesign again so fun stuff yeah mm. but we have to be in love with it otherwise of course we can't sell it or can't sell it can't sell it yeah. yeah you can never be like oh it's good enough it's good yeah yeah you'll love it yeah, yeah. no you gotta yeah. love how it do you sure. yeah. how do you sleep at night with that exactly no. yeah so we've sunk a lot of money into this top <laughs> one <good>. day yeah, <laughs> yeah. one hey, day um, we're gonna take a quick break and we're gonna come back with some of that uh trivia and see how you guys are doing for that yeah yeah Tailored Restoration, 24-hour emergency home services, helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Tailored has an emergency response number with trained professionals available to help you at any time, day or night. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Make an appointment today at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. At Total Truck, you can find brands such as ARE, RSI Smart Caps, Goose Gear, iCamper, Front Runner, Rigid Lights, Rhino Linings Bed Liners, and everything you need to outfit your truck or SUV. Alaska Overlander provides 4x4 vehicles and expedition trailers, custom modified for Alaskan adventures and outfitted with rooftop tents, fridges, and all the camping and cooking gear you need to start exploring. Visit them at alaskaoverlander.com. Um, I will say it's really cool that you guys are out at a lot of these community events. Um, we met you two when we were at the jamboree, jamboree. Yeah, yeah the jewel lake jamboree out mm-hmm. there um i know you guys did the thing at bleeding heart um with yeah, alaska rod mm-hmm. and wrangle and some other um groups out there um that seems to be a really unique uh, i'll take something I yeah i'm good i'm good yeah thank you um, that seems to be like a really unique Alaska. I don't know if it's happening in other places, but it's a really cool thing that happens up here. And it seems to be more and more outdoor markets, um, you know, places are doing, I mean, Double Shovel yeah. obviously has it a lot. Mm-hmm. Other breweries are doing it. Other venues are doing it. Um, I think that's a really awesome way for companies to get out there and get their stuff in, 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 the, in the face of other people. And it seems like 
on top of that, which is really cool, it seems to be like, and I've talked to Brandon about this too, there seems to be this like new crop of like outdoor businesses um, that have like popped up since like, I want to want to say it's like COVID influenced, like pandemic influenced yeah. businesses that happen like ours and you guys yeah. and, and, and a bunch of these other ones that just popped up that's like now everyone is like helping each other and we've yeah. had as many people as we can on our show and we'll see people at markets and, and it just seems like such a really cool community that's out there and being supported a lot by the Alaska people. Yeah, we've met so many other business owners in the last couple of years that we've been doing this. It's been so cool. And everyone, you're right, everyone is so helpful. If you've got a question and they've done something that you're looking to figure out before, um, it's so cool. There's a group of gals that all of us own outdoor um, d different types, different types of companies. And we get together once a quarter and just talk about oh, really? all kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, and it's, that's great. it's so it's a awesome. secret society. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. But it's cool. Cause you know, different trials and things that, you know, if we're having an issue with something, you know, maybe somebody else has had a similar issue and it's, it's just such a cool community and you're right. And all these outdoor markets and um, like we've worked with Wrangle and he put together that um, hunt, that draw. hunt draw thing. That was really fun and mm -hmm. just different events to get people out to. Yeah, and Julie that's Jamboree, fun. you guys yeah, were the out there in the Jamboree snowstorm. Was, yeah, that was yeah. really fun. That was fun. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Meet different people and yeah, it's been great. And on that note, man, if I could just give you guys um, like mad respect to see you guys out there because it's, it's your time. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Which is valuable. Mm-hmm. Right, um, you could be doing other things, but you're putting your brand out there, and you're you're mixing it up with the community, and you guys are, you guys are present and in the moment, and I, yeah. I that to to me getting to know you guys early on and, and then seeing you guys at these events, mad respect. Like oh, you guys you. are out there and putting your neck out there and going for it and holding nothing back. And I appreciate. That. I mean, to to Daniel's point about the community, um togetherness of of this new outdoor alaskan community mm -hmm. um you know the ones that show up you you notice yeah the ones that are willing to put their neck out there and really i mean it's kind of like a band coming to a friday night <laughs> it's like three people might watch or a thousand people yeah, might like, show up yeah. you never know like, but you're willing, micers. you're willing to <laughs> yeah you're willing to find out like it doesn't matter maybe that will spur some sort of business Mm -hmm. But then it's cool it. when you see like someone's like, boom, oh, their thing got picked up. They took off. Yeah. Like, Hell back. yeah. Or like our yeah. buddy Handy Bonk. And then you got like Sagebrush. And it's just like, it's awesome to just get to know these people and see everyone like from the ground up building, building, Straight building, helping each other. And then yeah. sometimes you're like, oh man, their thing just got like, shoo, just skyrocketed. Mm -hmm. And then these guys are going to skyrocket. And that's just, that's just, I love that. It's the opposite of like the hot dog wars. <laughs> well even in like the, oh, even man. in the podcasting or that we have like a it's been kind of on a hiatus for a little bit but there's been like i wouldn't say it's secret but like all the podcasters will have like a monthly zoom meeting oh really and we'll talk mm -hmm. about like what's oh, cool. working like what's what's a better avenue what's a better way to market oh, uh, have you tried this yeah. to monetize have you tried this and that um and a lot of us are, are new and there's some people that have been around for a long time um, that have, are helpful and some people have like grown a lot faster than the others but it just seems like everyone's willing to help each other and, and yep. i think that's like great. we've always said people that are new to it like if you want to get into it we're here to help you yeah know? 
it's cool. And I'm uh, assuming you guys too, you'll get questions like, oh, where, what's the best fleece or where yeah. is manufacturer or like, where do you buy stickers or where's the best place yeah. to get a patch, you know, or things like yeah, that. Yeah, you and guys are helping <coughs> us with that at the Jamboree. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all kinds of ideas, but yeah, I mean, thanks for having us on, giving the platform. I mean, you guys have had so many cool brands. I've, I've learned about a bunch of people on your guys' podcast, which I think is awesome. I love Highlighting that. stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's really cool. Different people too, but I mean, the business side of it, it's, that's really fun. Well, there's there are some internal things that have to stay internal when it comes to designs and yeah. what sets you apart from mm. from the pack. But in general, I think you know again to your point, and I think we're just all here to support each other. There's enough cake for everybody, mm-hmm. um, and I really believe that all this stuff, whether my money is probably an agenda in terms of businesses to make a profit. I mean, that's just the way it works. But these are all truly passion-driven projects. These are all things that, you know, you want to do it, but then you're like, oh, well, then, I mean, if we're going to do it, I guess we could actually make a profit or a living or something. You know, I think a lot of us in this space would be completely over-the-top happy with never getting rich, just mm-hmm. making it work and just getting by and making a living, but just being in the moment and having the experience with it would yeah. be I th- would make us all the richest people in the world, wouldn't it? Yeah. Cheney and I have had that conversation, actually. Yeah. yeah. How yeah. big do you want to grow this eventually? And it's like, I mean, I just want to be ha- be happy with it. Yeah. 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 I mean, it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't mean you can't ink a baz- multi-bazillion dollar contract right. with somebody who's going to just buy it all up and sell it. I mean, it's American business, right? But at the same time, it all, it all stems from something that you were just, you loved and are passionate. And I say this, you know, listeners probably roll their eyes hearing this, you know, we started this with the idea that, you know, we're going to do it in a garage and five people might listen or 5 million people might listen. We don't give a shit. We're going to do it every single week. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Even if it costs us money. Was just going to do it because we want to do it. Yeah, right. It was a hobby and fun, but it can take off. Yeah, look at this beautiful office you guys have. Yeah, and I think it's what was what's yeah, it is a man cave. And we got big ideas from here. Yeah. It's a work in progress. Yeah, um, time to go. It's going to be ultra pimp. <laughs> nice. But I think the main thing that we have gained, and that other people like you guys and other these companies gain, um, is these relationships that you have with these other companies. Like we'll have guests on, and like man, like we're invited to go to this person's lodge, mm-hmm. or we're invited to go on this person's like guide business mm-hmm. and you're just creating these Rush relationships trial. that's like more it's worth more in my eyes than you know any dollar amount than some new sponsorship yeah. or yeah. some new person's new patreon member or something like that like now i could be like hey yeah aaron cheney i got some people that need these fleeces these girls are coming up or these guys are coming up like man where can we go get them real quick that's just to be able to call someone like hey man we need some dry bags for this or hey we need this new net or hey we got some people that are gonna need need to go on the helicopter ride and know that's part of your business and just be able to like call them and just have that on hand relationship is just almost better than money i would agree oh man so cool so much value to Mm -hmm. passing along a contact or a hookup through something like, hey, this is the guy, the gal you need to call for this thing and to pass along a bit business or information yep. or whatever. Like the connections are, are priceless. Yeah. And in a world where we were kind of forced to separate and not be connected, mm-hmm. 
this is a space where we're all like reconnecting, but even stronger than ever. Yeah. Cause you it's know? like, Oh, now we know what to value. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 We took it for granted. Mm. Oh yeah. yeah now we're point. not so much taken for granted what we're doing. And again, that's where the passion fuels everything. Yeah. 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 Um, we're going to get into a little bit of that trivia time. <laughs> All right. Well, Jack's not here tonight, but he uh, he came through. He did. Uh, so we do it round robin style, and we'll just kind of go this way. Oh, and, okay. um, the Versa, the Versa team. Yeah, the Versa team. And no worries if you get it wrong. We get lots of things wrong. <laughs> okay. All Good. Right. The tallest plant or tree in Alaska is? <laughs> Jack, dude. Uh, um. <laughs> It's, it's a combo question. In, it's so, I mean, plant or tree. Mm-hmm. Oh god, it's got to be in the southeast. I don't know. Ooh, what are those true. big trees? I can't. I don't know. Like in Ketchikan. Yeah. I've got the like rainforest. Um. What's the name of the rainforest? Super side question. Not part of trivia. <laughs> Just one. <laughs> I thought that was the name of the know. tree. I was like, okay. <laughs> um. I know it. Okay. You, you, you know. Okay. Go ahead, go, Brandon. You, you go. know it. Go. Yeah, Tongas. Oh. Rainforest, right? Okay, well, that's not the name of the tree. Oh, that's but not the there name might be the tallest tree in the, the Tongass tree. Is that your guess? No, you okay. guys go. I don't know the name. They I look really... like mini redwoods. And so I was going to say redwood, <laughs> but it's not a redwood. I know. This is embarrassing. I, it, well, it's not embarrassing. I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I wanted to sound extra smart, but like you guys know the name <laughs> of the forest. Yeah. Uh, the okay. tallest okay. plant, tree, vegetation. Uh, uh, Spit one out. Sitka spruce. Okay, good oh. guess. Chaney? I'm just going to say birch tree. Okay, good guess. Okay. Um, oh, man, I think I know now. It's not a cottonwood, but I'm thinking cottonwoods. cottonwoods? Yes, they are cottonwood. cottonwood. I would say. They are big. Okay, cottonwood. Okay, really good guesses. The correct answer is Sitka spruce. No. Damn, <laughs> I get a few well, pair of pants or what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Sitka spruce is one of the Put few species oh. documented to exceed 300 feet in height. His name is derived from the community of Sitka in southeast Alaska, where it is prevalent. Mm, All right. Okay. And its range is huge. Well, Obviously, we got Sitka spruce up here. Feet. It's big. Yeah. It's a tall yeah, tree, tree in Alaska. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think about... Well, when you go down there southeast, like you're saying, they do look yeah. like those redwoods. Yeah, they mm-hmm. do. They're huge. Yeah, rainforest trees are... Long or old, healthy. Mm-hmm. They have, they, yeah, and they're I, like pretty red as well. So they just mm-hmm. straight up yeah. look like yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, they do. Like uh, uh, Kevin Dana with Barney's was on, and we were talking about uh, sick of blacktail deer. And I just come back from a blacktail deer hunt, and he was telling me how to differentiate, or telling us how to differentiate uh, certain sick of blacktails in territories because of where they rub their antlers. Mm. and rub the felt off what the velvet and and so the ones in southeast will appear more brownish red because Mm. of what they're Mm. rubbing their antlers on i don't know i'm saying that dang i do (laughs) did you know exactly (laughs) once in a great while i will come through to go back and listen to that episode (laughs) episode 29 i i I just think about alaskan weather and conditions and and how turbulent and like gnarly it is that a tree can get 300 feet that's and last without getting blown in half yeah right or yeah i mean you get some gnarly shit well, I coming mean, through birch trees get like if you just look at a birch tree like the ones around my house are so tall yeah birch mm-hmm. trees get huge. it's crazy and the cottonwoods yeah, too ones. yeah the cottonwoods are big cottonwoods useless for sure useless trees. <laughs> i know <laughs> 
I always but thought they look cool. Yeah, I always thought oh, yeah. so, something crazy. I don't know if anyone ever experienced with it because there's all this like merino wool and this wool and that cotton wood is like that little light like fabricy almost. It's almost like a um, like a down. Oh, I wonder if anyone's ever tried to make some sort That's of insula- insulation it's with that stuff. Probably an allergy issue, though. I'm sure you were. Oh, oh yeah, sneezed up. Would not yeah, well, it could be like eyes. a torture, a torture <laughs> for somebody. You're warm, but yeah. you're dying. You just well, put this I mask on that's just made out of cottonwood. My brother, when <laughs> it, when Fourth of July that. hits and that shit starts raining, oh, yeah. I mean, this dude's like driving to work with toilet paper stuck up his nose. Mm. I mean, he's just hurt. Oh, he gets it bad. Bad breath. Yeah. Okay. Two more questions. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. The next one is. Yeah. Get the music going. Fastest bird in Alaska. Okay. Fastest bird in Alaska. Oh, and if you haven't watched our show with when we had um, the birder, what's his name? Not the birder, but the Mike. Yeah, Mike Radford. Mike Radford. That is an Falconry. amazing Ooh. show. Falconry. He brought his bird in. No. Into the studio. Oh, it's Hawk. amazing. To hang with us the whole time? Yeah. Wow. Oh, sick. Oh, so if you haven't seen cool. that one, you should go watch it on YouTube. It's really yeah, cool. Actually, he explains how he oh, trains the birds, oh, how he captures the birds, how he hunts with the birds. Yeah. Oh, my God. It does that. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, you have to check him out on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, Mike Radford. He, Mike Radford. Okay. Yeah, he goes out and hunts rabbits and squirrels yeah. and stuff all the time with his with his hawk. So cool. I was going to say a hawk. Yeah. What kind of hawk? A. That's actually just a good guess. <laughs> An Alaskan hawk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with a peregrine peregrine falcon. Okay. Wow. Specific. Okay. Yeah, that was I pretty s- good. I sound okay. pretty smart, don't I? Yeah. You got? do sound smart. That's it. Oh, hawk, the- hawk and yeah, Alaska, Alaska hawk. hawk. <laughs> no, oh, <laughs> that's I'm, the guess. I mean a hawk. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the one the in Alaska. Okay. Um, once again. Oh dang, okay. Brandon! You little cheater, man! Yeah, you look at did my I notes. actually get the? Yeah, it's get a peregrine. The peregrine wow, it is okay. Okay, You're right. and peregrines oh. are outstanding as the the fastest bird on the planet. Peregrines have been clock drive diving faster than 200 miles an hour. Whoa! They okay. reach those exceptionally high speeds in a stoop or dive, not in wing beating flight. So when they're right, diving, yeah, okay. Um, 35 to 60 miles per hour is typically migration speed. So I met a cool story. I may have told this on the podcast before. We're at episode one, what? 16? 116. Man, it's hard to remember. 117. Sorry. If I cover one, 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 yeah, 17. So I went to a house that I wanted to go rent back in the day. And nice couple was living there. And the landlord had me go there, go there to look at the house. And these folks were moving out in like two weeks. So they were super welcoming. Oh, come on in. Yeah, check it out. And uh, I noticed these little little feather balls kind of spread out throughout the house. It was all hardwood floors, and they didn't have a lot of furniture in there. I think they were kind of halfway packed up. And I'm looking around, and I couldn't help but be nosy. And I'm like, what are all these little f- fur balls? Oh, those are our falcons. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> you have falcons? I mean, what I'm – Please tell me what does that mean? <laughs> well, he trains and hunts with falcons. So he takes me out to the backyard. He's got this beautiful cage right in the middle of the yard. Oh, probably 12 by 12, pretty big size. And he's got a little baby. He's got a falcon in there. He's got a little baby falcon in there. Well, the fur balls were from the little baby falcon hop- hopping around the house. Super yeah. cute, right? 
he, he goes on to tell me about how he got a special permit to go out to the Aleutian chain, take a boat out that he almost died in, in mm-hmm. a storm to climb up the mountain and then rappel down to pluck the baby falcons out of the nest and then take home and then train for he, falconry. He wow. stole a falcon's baby. That's you're how you like have to allowed, do it. Yes, you're yeah. allowed to do that. No, there's a whole like strategy yeah. on how you do it and when That's you have to do it by and, and then, then how and you then train how them. you how you time it so when the mother is out hunting and you like oh can you repel down and, you and, and grab the baby so that I mean, how devastated is that poor mommy? I know Falcon well, to come back. And, well, and I'm sure that they deal with a lot of other like predators and so stuff that are trying to get to their babies and whatnot. I believe that the percentage of falcons that survive into adulthood is like extremely low. Very low. Yep. So it's sometimes merciful. like they don't really have a, a good. They don't have a good turnaround. Yeah, I think it's general. really low. I don't. I don't know. Memory tells me it's in like just the teens. Got a factoid that just come across well, your Well, because the, the, I know a gal so that does this, and yeah. I, I, she was telling me about it, and I, I want to say it's very, very low, and that's yeah. part of the well, reason. Well, they don't reproduce they, a lot of birds. It's no. They're not like seagulls <clears throat> on the beach, and they're just, you know. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that they can, <laughs> once they train them, I'm pretty sure they can, they're one of the animals you can actually set free. I'm spitting facts that could be totally wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I want to say that that's Good knowledge coming out right here. Yeah, it's but all alive. I thought it was really interesting. <laughs> and then, coincidentally, he's they're moving back to Minnesota. So he's going to travel with the birds? Mm-hmm. Taking them back huh. to Minnesota. Do you put them in like a dog cage? I didn't that go that work? far in the details. <laughs> I'm kind of curious now, but... On the he plane, didn't take him by the seat. His, el- his elderly father needed help at their family farm mm. in Minnesota, so he's going back. But interesting. I just thought to myself, you know, we're all into some unique, cool shit. Yeah. But that seemed like it's intense. Putting a lot on the line. Yeah. Can you imagine you know, if that falcon came? Or, yeah. You're not just going to get back? a Kiesla. You know what I mean? You're Kiesla, yeah, yeah. Kiesla, yeah. My bad. Yeah. Repel I mean, it was out. scary when that bird was in. And for people that want to go back and watch or listen to that one, it's episode twenty. Mm. called falconry with mike radford Radford. and he brought the bird in it was that thing's huge it's like this big and it was just looking at you it's just like female and we were in the other studio we used to rent Mm. another place it was like half this it was basically this like half Mm. and the bird is just like i'm just like oh don't look it in the eyes (laughs) so you could just get you no it was was doing really well getcha getcha okay with him in the truck and then he hunts him he hunts with dogs so the dogs roused up the the rabbit or whatever, and then the rabbit mm. spits out, and then the hawks sit, you know, jumps off his arm, sits in a tree, finds prey, whoosh, dives down. Be so cool to watch. Oh, it's really yeah. cool, and it's a really and it doesn't thing. take the bird, the animal, back to him, so he has to like go find the bird. Oh, and he gets into that, and he has trackers on it, and all this stuff. So, yeah, yeah, like they pin, they pin the prey. Awesome. It's not like what you might think, like an eagle just like snatches something and like flies away with it. No, they like. Land on it, pin it, wings open, kind of like covering it up and then oh. holding it down and then eat it right there on the come, spot. Or the dogs to come and find it. Then he'll follow the dogs. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. so cool. Yeah. 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 That's pretty neat. I'm okay. two for two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Jack would be so proud. All right. <laughs> Record Alaska Burbot. The state record for the burbot is, what is the weight? And where? I don't even know what that is. 
Ooh, a really? burbot. Can you pull one up real quick? Sure. Um, a burbot is what they call the poor man's lobster. It's something oh. that people um, ice fish a lot for in a lot of different areas up north. It is a bottom feeding lake it looks fish. looks like an eel. Kinda it's like a really scary oh, looking yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. But it has white meat. It's actually really tasty. I personally haven't. Actually, yes, I have caught one, a little one. Um, so the biggest, we're looking for the biggest size? Yeah, the biggest size uh, burbot. So just to get an example oh, there. Yeah. Um, as we're looking on the Let internet web, photo of a monstrosity. We're I mean, that dude holding one right there, Alaska Fish Reports. Oh I mean, look at that thing. Wow, that's oh the Saskatchewan. So that might be a little bigger. That's in that's in Canada. Wow. Um, okay. So state record for the burbot is how? What is the weight and where was it? Oh, where was it? Like what lake or river? Obviously, it's probably a lake, huh? Oh yeah, lake for sure. They're in rivers though. I imagine it's got to be a big lake. I'm going to go with Iliamna. Ooh, good guess. <laughs> um, wait. I thought you were going to say big lake. <laughs> uh, like uh, 60 pounds. Okay. Wow. It's a monster. I'll, I'll just say big lake because I live That's in big, big lake. <laughs> oh, you live out there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you commute too? No. Okay. Uh, I did today. Well, and thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. I love this lake. She'll stay with me. You got to drive back tonight? No. No. Oh, stay with me. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, I would buy a cabin on Big Lake. If you know someone that knows someone about it. <laughs> I used to have friends that had a cabin there. It's definitely a fun lake. I don't know. Any or one of the other lakes around. I so. know of a place. Okay. You got a million sitting around? No. Okay. That is not, not for you budget. then. <laughs> Maybe with a couple of friends. <laughs> it's about where it's I said cabin. Okay. <laughs> a a tiny house. Like. The house in Big Lakes is bigger than your house in Anchorage? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're looking for a nice neighbor. <clears throat> so she guessed 70. Big Lake. Whoosh, big Lake, 70 pounds. I bigger have than no concept. Big King. <laughs> hmm. Is there bourbon in Big Lake? I don't. I didn't even know what it was till. No, no. Just no so. I'm just curious now. Yeah, I think there I is. I don't, I don't know if there. Yeah, there we'll have to be. look that up after this. Yeah. Um. Lake or, or the lake you said. <clears throat> I'm curious about that too. What lake no did idea. you say? She said Lake Clark. No, I said Iliamna. 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 Oh yeah, Iliamna. That's I have no one. idea. Um. Lake Clark is a good guess. I'm gonna go with. Uh, <clears throat> Crosswinds Lake. Mm. Ooh, good one. Thirty-seven pounds. Yeah, it's probably more accurate. <laughs> <laughs> go big or go home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the answer is. Crank <laughs> <laughs> it up! I'm excited now. <laughs> Twenty-four pounds. Oh, jeez. Right. God. Right. Yep. Way off. Um, twenty-four pounds, twelve ounces. I should add that. Okay. Um, uh, caught in nineteen seventy-six. Oh wow. Lake Louise. Oh, okay. okay. You're close. Obviously. Yeah, Crosswind's, Crosswind's right, right there. Right it's down the way. Okay, much. so three for three. It's an, interior, it's an interior fish. Mm. Okay. So. Well, we learned something There's now. that part. And then yeah. they don't get, they look really big, but, <clears throat> excuse me, they look really big, but they're not as heavy as they look in size. Oh, they're more like floppy. Kind soft. Of fish. Soft fish. That's what I'm looking skin, for. A lot of skin. Not a lot of meat. Mm-hmm. Uh, like when you when you clean one, you're basically peeling like a back strap mm. strip off of it. So mm. it's like a, it's a lot of head and bones, 
with like a strip of meat on the back between the spine and the stomach. Like weird. So you're not getting. You said a it's lot. a white fish. Yeah. Yeah, like halibut, uh, translucent. They call it the poor man's lobster. Mm. Like you boil it and mm. tastes like that. I guess. I've eaten it a few times. Honestly, I don't get the hype. Mm. Yeah, I don't get the hype. I mean, I give me a piece of yellow eye rockfish or something. I mean, they're long. scary I mean, things. I mean, I've been on Lake Louise lots of times, and you'll go through some of these areas where it's shallow, and and you'll see them down there, especially if you're shining a light. Mm. They're not like spooked out. They're like those are the ones that are going to come. Mm. Like, what is that? Can I eat uh. that thing? Mm. Yeah, Creepy. scary looking eel looking things. Mm-hmm. Oh. They're ugly. They're yeah. ugly. They fish. are ugly. That's scary. Almost reminds me of a um, um, what was we were catching out there? Like link cod. Like I was about to ask, does it like taste like link cod? I, I'd say white. it's pretty close. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, ocean bottom fish or rockfish has a really good oil content to the meat, and to me, that's where a lot of good flavor is. I personally prefer a yellow eye. Or even a, a black bass um, or black rockfish over halibut. I know that kind of sounds crazy. No. A lot of people would catch halibut and think that's, oh, my God, the best. And if, if you've harvested enough, you know, or had opportunities to harvest rockfish, the flavor is so much better. Mm. I mean, it's just so silky. Uh, Burbot is, I, I don't know, it's just kind of like bland, mm. Mm. you know? Yeah, they they're they're bottom fish in the lake. Yeah, you know, in the mud. Yeah. So yeah. I just don't, I don't want to downgrade. I don't want to say it's like some Mississippi catfish type shit, but it's <laughs> it's just not. I mean, there are going to be some people listening, like, "What the hell are you talking about, dude? You don't even know what you're talking about. You yeah. never had bourbon prepared the right way." My grandma's recipe. You know, <laughs> it's good. Maybe, it's maybe good. That needs to be at uh, the meat party. Oh yeah, there we go. There yeah, we go. there we go. Thanks for coming to the meat party. That was super What'd you fun. Think? Yeah. It was a blast. That was so cool. There was yeah. some great stuff there too. It was delicious. Yeah, well, yeah, that was really fun. Thanks, thanks for having me. Mm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Now that's a good idea though. Yeah, Get some like smoked burbot or yeah. something fun. That would be cool. Just have a lineup of all the fish, and then everyone has to vote which is the best. That would be cool. Yeah. Well, we had the idea. Uh, maybe I shouldn't say it. <laughs> it <laughs> just it'd be kind of hard to make it happen. Well, I think if we did like a winter one, or yeah. like a fall, like a late like October, when there's not much going on, and just make it like seafood style instead of like game meat. That'd be cool. And then people mm-hmm. could try all that, like burbot and all the other After fish. After everybody's and harvested and shrimp yeah. and yeah different that would be very cool else. just kind of give it like the yeah the flip side of the meat yeah yeah the sea meat, meat in the water yeah yeah it's kind of hard <laughs> hard meat. to uh let's <laughs> bring a couple jewel lake sea meat like that all right it needs a better name yeah. but yeah, we'll, we'll work <laughs> on <that>. sea meat <laughs> party <laughs> Come on, come on. Uh, that's weird. <laughs> no one's going to that. <laughs> I don't think we're having a very good turnout. <laughs> we'll come up with a better name. Yeah, we'll work on that. Uh, I mean, it's challenging enough to get everybody together. So having two parties, even true. though I think folks were looking forward to oh, an, an AWP bash because it was fun. Yeah, it was really fun. Yeah. yeah such a cool venue too. The Airman's oh, did you like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we got a lot of good feedback on that. Yeah. Yep. That was a good time. It's a cool spot. We hope mm-hmm. they'll have us back. I think they will. Oh, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Um, what other th- things do you guys do outside of creating awesome wear 
bubble of fleeces. <laughs> um, I I saw you were, you were a fitness coach or something at some point. Yeah, yeah, I was a trainer for a while. I mean, I, I, I don't do a whole lot of it. I really don't have the time between Versa and then I also have a full-time job. So um, it, I just don't have the time for it. But yeah, I did some fitness training for a while. It was really fun. Had a program out, a couple programs actually. And mm clients um in person as well so online and and in person um but once i i switch jobs um in this one i just do not have the time for it but i'm um, still do a little bit of that um here and there might get back into it who knows with pregnancy stuff might be kind of fun to do yeah. a little bit oh, with yeah, it good call we'll see. Mm-hmm. yeah um but uh yeah outdoor stuff i mean i love to fly fish and um backcountry ski those are kind of my my two things um we got like i said the cabin on the ski lack and then um paul my husband he's born and raised in willow so we've got a place up there and my parents just bought a place down the street oh did they really yeah yeah so they're like six houses down it's big perfect and we're taking over the lake (laughs) is it willow lake yeah willow lake Cool. Almost bought a property there. Well, like I, I said, there's one there if you got yeah, a million. It wasn't a million. <laughs> no, this one I should have because now it's probably worth double what it oh, was. Yeah, but it was it. amazing. I don't know why I didn't. Oh. Is Willow Lake kind of blown up like the Caswell area type? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't no. say so. No, mm. I don't really think it's changed a whole lot since Paul was growing up there. Really, mm-hmm. um, no, yeah, it's pretty quiet, which is nice. Yeah. 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 yeah nice little lake Perfect. um but yeah yeah cheney what else you got going on outside of uh Work. graphic design development product development and <laughs> um i like in the summer to in the in the morning and the evenings take photos of like you have some great pictures your, yeah your oh, instagram yeah, actually what is your instagram your instagram is awesome yeah it was actually <laughs> looked, been so vibrant uh cheney fray is yeah. the instagram name cha N-E-Y-F-R-A-Y. Like, like the, the critter photos and the food. Yeah, you like yeah. to do the up close. I like the insects and the dew drops and the flowers. and Yeah, dew drops. She does all of That's our That's what it is. What is it like macro? Well. Kind of like macro? Micro. A micro? little. Well, I only use, this is the Canon Rebel, or, you know, so it's like the amateur starter Yeah, it's perfect. Camera, Taking awesome pictures. I got some macro lenses to play around with it, and I'm like, I, that's all I did during the summer is like in the mornings and before I went to bed, just golden yeah. hour getting it. Yeah. yeah. Golden yeah. hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have some really good stuff there. Jenny lives on a little bit of a farm. Yeah. It's kind of a homestead. Yeah. We just oh, got nice. bees. A little out in the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, you're going to make some honey. Well, you I'm mentioned. I'm not going to, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, you mentioned the, the bird or I'm sorry, chicken. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chickens. Um, we've got bees now. Mm. So I, I've just been basically learning a course of how to take care of them and my suits coming in the mail so I'm <laughs> oh, really? a beekeeper yeah I um, happen to have family members who are really awesome beekeepers in Hawaii oh okay so if yeah, you, you mentioned that insight yeah I'd be happy to pass their contact information along because we are the people who actually provide um the bees to us they're our neighbors and they oh. do it for like like so many different people like they're oh, wow. a pretty okay. big distributor mm-hmm. of them. yeah so yeah. Um, we have literally like bee experts. Neighbors. Oh, right next door. Really, Perfect. really cool people. Okay. Yeah. So that's kind of fun. But, um, so they're mentoring you, I yeah. guess in a way, maybe. And well, I'm watching a YouTube video, but <laughs> they are, YouTube. They're, my brother. yeah, yeah. They, 
Um, I think I'm probably going to go and talk to them in person, but yeah, it'll mm. be fun. I'm really excited, actually, because we've had bees before, but I wasn't involved in the process, so. Mm-hmm. The fleece beekeeper like, ecosystem. fit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The white fleece <laughs> beekeeper fit? No, the bees get stuck in their nose. <laughs> yeah, no thanks. Yeah, you actually want to avoid cottony kind of, they'll get stuck to it, oh, cling to it, yeah, yeah. Okay, well. So yeah, that feels like I'll suck yeah. them right in. <laughs> yeah. Um, is there places, and obviously online, VersaOutfitters.com, correct? Yep. Yeah. And then on the on the Instagram, it's Versa Outfitters as well, right? Mm-hmm. Um, is there somewhere people can go in the store, a storefront, to to check out some of you guys' stuff? Yeah, we're at um, next to Barney's, uh, connected in the same building. Is oh, Chick- bicycle? Yeah, yeah, Chick- yeah, yeah. Chick cycle. AK cycles, shit, chick. Chick. Yeah. yeah. I always get tongue twisted. Um, yeah, they're right next to Barney's. She's got them there. And actually for the summer, she took them off the wall um, to make space for summer stuff, but she still has a whole size run. So um, nice. she'll have them all, all summer. If just get if you want to go in and try them, try out. them on. Yeah. yeah um, perfect. And then Alpine fit, they have uh, their headquarters, which is um, off Arctic. And they also have a line or a size run there. So those are the two local spots we've got them at for the time being. And um, maybe we'll try to get them into some other places around the state at some point. But nice. right now, just there. Yeah. yeah. To try on and yeah. see and if you're local and you don't want to pay shipping, you can just, we can organize a time for you to pick them up at the headquarters at Alpine Fit. Yeah. Oh, so perfect. Super awesome yeah. Okay. about that. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's great. Um, actually, can you connect me with Alpine? Yeah, absolutely. I wanna, I've been meaning yep. to get a hold of them. Yep. I need the inn. The inn. I've got them. the. Uh, I've yeah. got the inn with the alpine fit gals. We'll send them a picture uh, of me with the fleece. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this guy wants to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> just send a picture of the. Not even, not even a name, just a picture of him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's well, thanks cool. for coming in, ladies. Thanks yeah, for thank sharing you so your story, much. and thank mm-hmm. you for um, developing these products that are made for alaska and for alaskans Absolutely. and alaskan activities mm-hmm. and taking the jump out there it's not easy to um put your money out there and your brand out there and and put yourself out there as far as being at shows and markets and stuff like that so thank you for doing that and 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 filling a niche thing that people uh are going to need thanks mm-hmm. well, thanks for having us we really appreciate the platform yeah Talking thanks you for your time you guys are um you guys are already established Sounds like you have a good foundation, but the sky's the limit for, you know, your guys' hunger for product design and development. Kind of seems like you just scratched the surface of yeah. what you've gotten into, and you're not going anywhere. <laughs> so, no, yeah, keep doing well. what you're doing. And um, if you ever need anything from us in the last wild project, you know where we're at. Appreciate it. We Thank love you. the community, and we're here to help and support and uh, – we're all in it together. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Alaska, for thank listening. You. Thank you for supporting the podcast. If you want to become a Patreon member, patreon.com slash Alaska Wild Project. AlaskaWildProject.com if you want to purchase some merch. VersaOutfitters.com if you're looking for some dope fleece. Um, and we are going to do a little... Uh, trying on of this stuff <laughs> off camera <laughs> um, you might get a picture we'll see how my brandon's backside looks on that 
Um, and as always, Get Alaska, thank you for listening, and stay wild. You remember my speaking to you of what I call your overcautiousness. Are you not overcautious when you assume that you cannot do what the enemy is constantly doing? The Alaska Wild Project podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors. Barney Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. The exclusive home of Frontier Gear, built for the rugged Alaskan terrain. Your one-stop shop for all your outdoor needs. Visit Barney's today at 906 West Northern Lights. Tailored Restoration 24-Hour Emergency Home Services, helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. The TreehouseAK.com, located at 341 Boniface Parkway, Alaska's own and grown cannabis and CBD store. Ask the bartender what the strain of the day is to get your 10% off. The Treehouse, where the culture lives. AKO Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska, built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation, with exclusive products such as their sugar wax, full spectrum diamond sauce cards, and more. Ask your local budtender about AKO. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under the influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For the use of only by adults 21 and older. Keep out of the reach of children, and marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. The Bait Shack, located on Ship Creek upstream of the bridge. Can't miss the bright red shack. They are the go-to fishing gear rental and guide service on Ship Creek. Tight lines and fish on. Come hook into the action with them. Hit them up at thebaitshackak.com. Snow Pro AK, your snow and ice management company specializing in business and residential properties. They know what it takes to keep your property presentable and safe. Give them a call for a free estimate at 280-7098 or visit lawnproak.com. Double Shovel Cider Company, located off of Arctic and 58th, handcrafted Alaskan-made colonial ciders. They also have a tap room downtown on the corner of 5th and E. Stop by today and taste an award-winning cider. The Alaska chapter of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers. BHA is the voice of our Alaskan public lands, waters, and wildlife. Their goal is to uphold our hunting and fishing legacy while keeping our public lands wild. Stand up today and join BHA at backcountryhunters.org. Enemy, and it is unmanly to say they cannot do it.